0: Who knocks out everybody and no one can whoop him. That's when that little Cassius Clay from Louisville, Kentucky, came up and stopped Sonny Liston. The man who annihilated Floyd Patterson twice, he was going to kill me! But he hit harder than George. His reach was longer than George, he was a better boxer than George. And I'm better now than I was when you saw that 22-year-old undeveloped kid running from Sonny Liston. I'm experienced now, professional. Jaw's been broke, been knocked down a couple of times. Bad! Been chopping trees. I done something new for this fight. I done wrestled with a alligator. <laughs> That's right. I have wrestled with a alligator. I done tussled with a whale. I done handcuffed lightning, throw thunder in jail. That's bad. Only last week, I murdered a rock, injured a stone, hospitalized a brick. I'm so mean, I make medicine
1: sick.
0: Man, dude. Bad, fast, fast. <laughs> Fast. Last night I cut the light off in my bedroom, hit the switch, was in the bed before the room was dark. Incredible. Fast. Incredible. And you, George Fullman, all of you chumps are going to bow when I whoop him. All of you. I know you got him. I know you got him picked. But the man's in trouble. I'm going to show you how great I am.
2: Welcome to Orsini's Uncensored Mind, and now your host, AJ Orsini.
3: Hello everyone, this is AJ Orsini, and I am your host for Orsini's Uncensored Mind, and this is episode 21. This show is officially legal in the United States to do whatever the fuck it wants to do, and I am super excited. I don't know if you can hear it in my voice, but I am more excited than normal, because today I am joined by guests. I am doing my second interview today. And the first interview that I did, excuse me, the first interview that I did, I did with a, a king, okay? I did it with El Ray All Day, E.C. Negro, the pro wrestling magic heavyweight champion of the world. So I started kind of near the top right there, kind of right there, 98, 99%. But today we go full 100 because I'm not sitting with a team that is good. I am sitting with the greatest of all time here today. And before I get this un- interview underway, I just want to remind all of you that if you're listening to this show on the Podbean app, once again, thank you for listening to the show. That is the original and probably the most prominent way to listen to my show. That is AJ ou But of course uh, If you guys have been paying attention to the show I am now on brand new platforms Where you can listen to the show The show is officially also on iTunes It is on the Stitcher Radio app And Google Play Music I'm trying to update you guys on the tune-in radio stuff. I still haven't gotten confirmation just yet. It all looks good, but it's not official just yet. I have all the social media stuff linked to the bottom, but enough about me. The fellatio on myself is now over. I now tend to my guest. I'm here with not all four, but I'm here with three, three members of the greatest of all time. I guess I'll be four again. I'll come out of retirement tonight and be, be number four. But I'm sitting here with it. I guess I have to augment my introduction since the big fella's not here. But I'm sitting here with the future. I'm sitting here with one of the the best in the game right now that you haven't quite heard of just yet. I'm sitting here with the debuting of the Silver Queen Ivy Roman. How you doing, Miss Roman? I'm doing good. How are you? I'm doing all right. And of course, over to my left, which you can't see because this is audio and not video on YouTube, over to my left. I am sitting here with the captain The toque, the absolute Chris Cage. Chris Cage, how you doing today? Doing
4: good today, J.R. Sini. Still got the best intro in the game.
3: (laughs) And of course, that lucha specialist, my main man, the superstar, the dancing destroyer, my main man, Whiplash. How you doing, Whiplash?
5: I'm chilling, baby. What's up with you?
3: Yeah, you got this face like you haven't heard me do that shit in a long time. That's what (laughs) I... Not a good intro like that, <laughs> yeah, though. we used to do this shit all the time, folks. I'm bringing in a uh, uh, family tonight. All right, we've been doing this shit together for a long fucking time. On the website, when you look up professional wrestling, it'll say that we started in 2011 ish, but our history goes way, way back, way back before that. And we're gonna get into all that stuff. But one of the first things I want to ask you guys right at the gate. All right. who the fuck sucks in this business go ahead give it to me
4: holy crap (laughs) you want to start talking about who sucks in this business where do i start get me a pen a pad and i hope you got all night because i don't think you got enough camera recording time for this baby
3: (laughs) i'm not actually wanted you guys to go there in the beginning i just wanted to get the blood going because when you're the greatest of all time all right because that's the moniker the greatest of all time sometimes when people look at it at first glance then I go, all right, well, who the fuck are these guys? Well, who the fuck are these guys is the great question for here tonight because I know who you guys are. You guys have fans spread out all over the East Coast. I mean, New York, New Jersey, Pennsylvania now. You guys are the WXWC4 Elite Tag Team Champions right. Right. For, for the Anawahi right. family over in the PA. You guys are making moves. You guys are doing big things. But my objective here tonight is to get that to an even bigger audience. So we're going to start off with the doobie. Rook's going to go first here. Okay, and I told you before you got here, we was going to do work. We're starting with the young buck, Ms. Roman. How are you doing this evening?
2: Well, one, I'm not young.
3: Oh, okay. You're I'm old that, then? I'm not
2: that young. I'm not
3: that young. <laughs> Making okay. it seem
1: like
2: I'm 12. No, <laughs> you're not
3: 12. When I say rook, see, that's more of that wrestling jargon. I say rook, I say greenhorn. That's that new person to the business. But we're going to talk about that because you do have some life experiences here that I'd like to get to because where did you begin your training at?
2: Uh, at Lutus.
3: <laughs> <laughs> <dum>, yeah, <laughs> That's interview number two involving. No, nah, she's people. good, son. I was the teacher. we good. <laughs> yeah, yeah. No. I no. had
2: Whiplash, I was my trainer, so I was I was good
3: to go. So Whiplash was the one that taught you the basics. He's the yeah. one because listen, I spoke to her yesterday before she came here to give her the heads up and she called me sir. And I was like, no, oh, look yeah. at that. Look at that. She still has respect. Don't ever do it again, but that was nice. <laughs> <laughs> that was a nice way to introduce yourself. The protocol was doing. <laughs> what drew you to wrestling? Because that's one of the big there's not a whole lot, especially in this particular area in the northeast. I'm I was just gonna say there was not a whole lot of females. Let, let me let me precursor that by saying, not enough talented females. How about that? We'll, we'll, we'll right. put it into that category there. There's not a whole lot going on in that scene. So what what drew you to to actually physically getting involved in the wrestling?
2: Well, I've always watched wrestling since a kid. I've loved it with a passion, always. And um, it was back in 2013 where I decided um, that I was going to try to see if I had what it takes. And... From the moment I stepped into the ring, of course, Whiplash asked me, have you done this before? And it was just natural. Mm. So I knew then that that was my knack, that was my talent, and that's where I wanted and where I had to be.
3: Absolutely. She. It's funny because she said, "I wanted to see if I could do this," and then she ran into the dance and destroyer, and that was all she needed to do. So you, you, they, you started at Lutus 2013, mm-hmm. which puts you a few months right after I left, <laughs> 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 after the AC incident. uh That was it for us. Yeah, that was a fun but... time. That was a fun time. <laughs> fun times. Um, so 2013, I guess, was when your your training began. Was an in-ring career the plan or anything you can do? What was the idea when you first got in?
2: The idea was to try it out and see if I was athletic enough to stand, like, actually do it. Like, if I can Mm -hmm. actually tough it out, do it. Uh, And it winded up, I winded up falling in love.
3: Okay, well, five years. It's yeah. been about five years now. Yeah. So that was your first experience in wrestling with, uh, with Whiplash. So I'll turn it over to Whiplash. Whiplash, when you first started working with Ivy, what were your thoughts?
5: to test her to make sure she could do it but
3: did she show that potential already because i mean
5: I, I remember you as right a trainer now.
3: i remember you as a trainer you you, you drill into people you're already oh, old yeah. school trainer and for sure. so the fact that she was hanging that was working for you like all right we'll take it to the next step yeah. the next I,
2: still I, still <laughs> I still showed up i still showed up did you stretch her <laughs> Not really. okay. Oh,
3: okay. <laughs> old school wrestling over here so you started training over at the lutus obviously the lutus uh, how long were you with the lutus
2: I was at a I was at the Lutus for only a couple of months. Okay. Um, during that time I was still in college mm-hmm. and uh, it was very hard to balance both work, wrestling, which is and why college. I'm doing the
3: podcast. Go ahead. <laughs> yeah, uh, all of my fans know already. I'm I'm currently in school for physical education as well, so that was the reason why I had, I couldn't do both the school and the shows. And since I'm more talented than any show I'll be on anyway, I just decided to do my own shit at home. So I feel where you're coming from. It,
2: sometimes you just have to do your own goddamn show. There you go. There <laughs> That's you go. How it
3: is. Twenty episodes deep. Fuck these people. So anyway. <laughs> exactly. So anyway, no, because the, you know we're all joking when i first started this a lot of people the assumption was is that i was doing this because i couldn't get booked but then when all the companies that used to book me went public and said no we'd love to have him right now all the talk finally fucking stopped it was the school thing so i understand 100 percent completely so let's tie in the knot here to the to 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 whiplash and cage where did you uh, besides from whiplash when did you first meet cage i've there you go. Where? Stumped. Look at the I, hell uh, didn't we may a Eight I, and a half minutes in, baby. Yeah.
4: May I uh, step <laughs> in, sure tag yeah, in? real I quick? Feel, I
2: feel like I've known Cage my entire life. It's we all feel that way. Like that's, And hopefully that's, the
3: audience will get that vibe by the end of this. Like today, <laughs> he posted up
2: a photo on Instagram, and I'm like, "Yo, I feel the same." There you go. Fucking way. Like it was amazing. <laughs> it's like it's we're a family. There's there's nothing to it. Like blood doesn't make you related. Like literally. Our passion, our drive, what we stand for is what makes us family and what keeps our ties together. And anything goes down in our, our wrestling career or in our personal lives, we hold each other's down She's from the good. get.
3: She's good. <laughs> She's if good. I could,
2: if I Go could ahead. segue
4: out of that. Okay. I would say a little bit, about a year ago, give or take, in fact, you were still in the fold okay. when the rumblings of Sister Ivy came uh, through Ooh, the pipe.
3: better to quit than to be fired, baby. There you go. Well,
4: <laughs> so here's the thing I hear from Brother Whiplash, and mm-hmm. I've heard a couple of times that he has a protege, he has a student, mm-hmm. that she got some potential. And the thing that stood out to me the most when uh, when Mike would describe them working together in the ring would be the fact, just like Evie just said, uh, they seem to be on the same page. Right. And Mike would explain that uh, she would get things very quickly And she would understand what he was trying to get at, what he was trying to stay and what he was trying, where he was trying to take her. And, you know, from experience, to find somebody with that type of unagi, as me and Mike would refer to it as.
3: You miss his old favorite term. Right. uh, Uh,
4: You know, it's hard to find somebody that has that type of natural bond and chemistry with. And, you know, it's the reason why our family
3: has always been so exclusive. So now that we've said it out in the open, that she basically replaced me in the. Okay. In the group. I
2: mean, I am cuter. So. <laughs> I, li- I like, to, I I like
3: said so that. I said that in the first picture. <laughs> I said, ah, they upgraded. I like, like to that? use I'm the word successor. I, I can't. Successor. I mean, oh, successor. Still, we're okay. Still, we're still yeah. family. It's just, you of just You're doing
1: your own thing. You of course. You gotta do. To Listen,
3: I'm still promoting the GOAT even behind the scenes. I don't have to be at the shows to promote the GOAT. The plan was always for the GOAT to conquer every form of media
4: and all Literally. Brother O is <laughs> doing right now is taking over the podcast he, he game, baby. Hold, he's
2: just holding it
3: down.
2: <laughs> a placeholder so
3: it is. until I get to the, because I keep telling everybody, I know if you guys have heard some of the previous episodes, I said, once I graduate with this degree, the fucking game was over because now i have the degree to back up getting my own school mm. which mm. was which is the plan nice. so i that's that's why i keep telling people now you don't have to go to physical education degree way to open up a school but you have you seen some of the fucking gay who's opening up the school i think it'd oh, be yeah. nice to get yeah. an actual trainer in there who can help these people you know health wise <laughs> so that's one of the reasons why i'm doing that but we're here to talk about you guys so i so ivy gets trained by Flash. She's making her rounds around the independent scene. She and now we're gonna switch it over. to well, again.
4: Well, what I was gonna what I was gonna finish was along that journey, and once Brother O makes his exit, right. uh, I start getting from Mike that he has reunited with Sister Evie and has begun training again. That led to Superstar and Sister Evie making the debut together in FTW Fight the World Wrestling. And it wasn't until then that Brother Whiplash came back to me and said, "I think we got something here with the sister
3: yeah, there you go
4: a little while later, that got followed up with uh our chemistry is growing. One day, me and the brother have a conversation. I said, You think she 'd be interested? <laughs> brother Whiplash countered wood she's already interested
3: yeah she's already interested and here we are introduction always, was
4: made had the family of mine, of we had a we had a little test run and the test run couldn't have gone any better which is another
3: problem because i was with ftw for eight million years <laughs> you get in after the fact <laughs> <laughs> i finally get a goat member in the ftw after i'm fucking gone but that's a whole nother fucking that's for an off the mic conversation but yeah so you guys i mean she's you're doing great uh, this is the first. For those of you listening to the podcast, this is literally the first time I've been in the same space with Ivy. We're meeting each other for for the first time. You're a lot of fun. You're you're gonna do fucking awesome. But I'm gonna change it now to to the fucking. I'm coming back. This is an hour. I got time. I'll be back. But I'm gonna change it to the goddamn Brotherhood. I'm gonna change it to the brothers here, the good brothers over to my left, the Zoltan, as we as we've been calling them for many, 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 many years. Uh, left hand top. That's right. Oh, yeah. And that's what we're going to talk about here. Whiplash and Cage. You guys have been tied together since... Almost 20 years, almost baby. Almost 20 years, yeah. You. I mean, when you talk about chemistry and, and tag teams, I mean, you guys have life chemistry. You guys have been friends on and off. You've had your wars. You've had your battles. You've had your good times, your bad. And you guys are still rocking it here. Like I just said earlier, tag team champs over in the Anaheim camp. That doesn't come lightly. I've been in that locker room before. he's don't trust a whole lot of fucking people. <laughs> They don't. That's right. <laughs> but you guys have been running now eight months, eight months strong. You said Whiplash, eight, about yes, eight, months. eight months. As the tag team champions, you guys have faced everybody they've had a they've put in front of you. But I want to start from the genesis. I want to start from the beginning. Not so much on the personal life as far as the friendship, but how to how, tell us the story of the Zoltan. What the I, I know it came from a movie. But uh, or, or maybe name? it didn't, but you that's, know, explain that. Name. Where did we, you guys come up with the whole left-hand top and the whole Zoltan gimmick? Well, you know what? You pretty much hit it right on the head. You know,
4: It started, uh, me and the superstar have been rolling together for almost as long as I can remember. And in that time, we have shared a lot with each other. The one thing we share is our love for movies, our love for comedy, our love for certain uh, things in pop culture. And, you know, as the story goes, I've told it a couple times. One day, me and the superstar were watching a little movie called Dude, Where's My Car? I'm sure (laughs) a lot of listeners of this podcast are familiar with this movie. And there happens to be a certain scene in this movie, which happens to be me and the superstar's favorite scene, which may involve a little cult that may follow a leader (laughs) that has the name Zoltan. Zoltan. (laughs) Now, I'm not going to say that. Me and the superstar were under the influence of anything at this moment. But I'm not gonna say that we weren't either. And in that moment, we just had a little joke with you know, between each other and you know, that would be a a funny name. And that's what it was at first. At first it was something that made us laugh and it was it would be a funny name to call ourselves as a team. And that moment went from something we were laughing about to getting real serious in about eighteen seconds. We kind of shared this look at each other, and it was almost like the unagi really kicked off at that moment because it was like we had the light bulb go off at the same time.:
3: We're having a peewee murmur on unagi argh! yeah <laughs> I think unagi's <laughs> going to be the word of the day. I think it will w- <laughs> I think it will be and uh right,
4: you know uh we 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 joked about it, we got serious about it, and the more we said it to each other, uh it just felt right, and the fact that we enjoyed it. As, you know, as it may seem, sometimes it gets a little overused. We felt that if we enjoyed it privately, people would enjoy it publicly. And they do. And, you know, as they say, the rest was history. I mean, everything everything was laid out in front of us from the hand symbol, the left hand on top thing just came from, it turned into a catchphrase, but it came from just trying to correct stupid people yeah. that would put their right hand on top and not do the fucking sign correctly.
5: Yeah.
3: It was like a, a, a how-to. That's like right. An, an instruction. It was more of an instruction. Exactly. And it, it became like Z a catchphrase. No, it did. That's You know what's funny is that the way that I always remembered it was left-hand top. So whatever, <laughs> I wasn't doing That's like it. a promo or whatever on a video, I would always remember like left-hand. I oh, correct document.
5: fans on numerous occasions. <laughs> Right-hand on top is an S. Shoot. For I'm stupid. <laughs> <laughs> Right-hand on top is You got the speech.
3: No, left-hand top. I got the speech too. Don't worry about it. Yeah. I Part of I think what makes the Zoltan so special, besides from the actual chemistry, and you made mention of it off air, so we're gonna have that conversation now as presentation, because nothing says chemistry to me about the Zoltan the way that fucking entrance is. The best when it, when it the comes game. to the fucking song. All Baby. right, so the cell's servant. For those of you who are wondering what the song is, it's that song from the Transporter soundtrack. Yes, and I remember a short, a quick short story when I first met these fucking guys. They were we were running a Fed, and they were coming in. And I don't even remember asking about music. I just remember Cage throwing music at me. And I don't remember him. He didn't remember the name of the fucking song. So he goes, yo, bro, the song with the fucking, um, the orange peels. <laughs> that, was the way, that was the way that he said it. He was like, the song with the fucking orange peels from the fucking transporter thing. And it wasn't even Zoltan yet. Like, that's how early, I think it was NWA, NDA. That was the
4: first lyric I learned.
3: Yeah, I remember. It was like the NDA theme, like before when you guys were a part of another stable before the Zoltan thing happened. So... For the record, the song happened before the fucking team did. But that was the way he pitched the, the, the song with the, the orange peels. So I laughed all night about orange peels. I was like, that nigga's crazy. But it ended up being one of my favorite songs of all time. And the, it, and the sorry, shitty fucking thing about it is that for years, I would see the Zoltan entrance. And I finally get the chance to manage them. And I never got to be to be a part of the Zoltan entrance. <laughs> we, I was all part of all the GOAT ones. I did a Sammy one. And I never got a chance to do the Zoltan one. And this is how desperate I was. We did a violence and suffering show where we were supposed to interrupt someone from speaking. It was Larry Legend. And underhandedly, I was still trying to get the music guy to play the Zoltan <laughs> song so that we can come out to it at least for the interference. And then it, and we're literally at the curtain and the music guy wants to play it. And then they got Nick's like at the curtain. No, no music. There's supposed to be, you know, I'm like, fuck. Oh, yeah. And I'm supposed I to walk out music. to do a promo and my mentality is just down. I was like, ah, this was my one shot. So it never happened. And then fast forward to her debut with WXW and the first thing that she does. <laughs> is the fucking Zoltan entrance. (laughs) Now, in my head, I've seen them do that Zoltan entrance a thousand times. So the problem I always had was, what can I do while out there that would be a nice inclusion to the entrance? And I could never think of it. And then I saw you do the entrance, and I went, standing there, perfect. I should have just did that. (laughs) Because I wouldn't have been able to pull it off, okay? Okay. She she pulled it off wonderfully. I I would have been so awkward standing there like an asshole with my f- hat and the fat sticking out. <laughs> it would have been terrible. So but you you did it wonderfully. So there's a little tan entrance now. is a whole lot better. Thanks thanks to, to you being a part of it. But let's talk about that entrance because it's timed. You guys have that shit down to the second. Uh, all the way until that beat kicks in, and then you guys do. I mean, even the whole entrance—you walk around the ring. The you whole thing. Talk to me about the formation of this. How did the? Because it, it was it organic? Was it strategically planned?
5: Well, we we actually like the song
3: a lot. Just no to kidding. It.
5: Just <laughs> listening to it.
3: Just Been your song ourselves. for almost
4: like, twenty years. Like Random. you said, still one of and our favorite songs ever. And ever recorded it,
5: like we would listen to it by ourselves listen to it together whatever so i hear it on the way to work and it, i still
3: get juice
4: we go. use it to get juiced for a show
5: yeah. <laughs> it was just we just know all the parts of the song we know all the you know when the music hits when everything hits no but you guys have the and riffs they,
3: you guys have the, the slow te- like every well, piece of the actual that just song being the greatest of
5: all time yeah <laughs> I, remember,
3: <laughs>
4: I remember i remember i remember in our early days uh we went through this period where me and Mike were, we were searching for our wow. song. Yeah. And there were a couple of uh, incarnations, you know. Uh, we had a couple of things, you know, the 50 Cent played a role in our history. Uh, Run DMC played a role in our oh, history. Oh, yeah, those good. Actually, one of our favorites. Some people still think our best. Uh, and then one day, Mike comes to me. Now, I will say that in the history of our friendship, a lot of the things that I get turned on to, especially in the realm of music, comes from Brother Whiplash. So one day, Brother Whiplash comes to me and he says, Yo, you got to hear this song. Probably one of the hottest songs ever.
3: Well, listen, I've driven you guys on shows. I've given uh, Whiplash the aux chord before, okay? The Bluetooth privileges See, came to his phone. To you, man. <laughs> so you know about <laughs> DJ no, Dance no, and Destroy. Oh, yeah, of course. Dance and Destroy, you yeah, yeah. got to give it to him. So the brother Whiplash
4: comes, he lets me hear this song and almost instantly, like you said, transport a soundtrack. I tend to remember it a little more from the Sin City soundtrack. The song was instantly recognizable. I recognized the song, but it was the first time that I actually sat down and listened to the song beginning to end. And uh, it, it's one of those that it was upon the very first hearing. There was no there was no other way to go but that. This and because sound- the song is so yeah. integral, the, the, the entrance was born from the song. The song gave birth to the entrance because we had been doing entrances for quite a while but didn't have that choreography like you just explained. Yeah. It was that song and once that song, because as you said, it takes a second for the song to really kick in the gear, for the beat to drop, to come. So we had to figure out a way to build up the entrance in a way that wouldn't be us just wasting time Getting to the part that we wanted to get to, but yeah, at the so same time, making it an entrance that people wanted to see. It's a pretty long As intro, As a promoter,
3: too. Uh, one of the big things I always look for when I try to hire talent is presentation. And when I see a guy who looks a certain way and the music is... Not on par with what this person is like if you're coming out like as a teacher gimmick, but you came out to disturbed We have a problem
5: mm. or the right? choreography of Whatever
3: right, wow. right Whatever I get a person who comes in and their intro music is very soft and slow But you come through the curtain with like mega vaults with just fucking energy
1: mm.
3: It fucks with my head, right? So what happens is is that when you have a character or a gimmick that comes out to a slow tempo song It's useful to make the most of that or at least have it fit the character you guys do have sort of a swagger and a charisma to you but you don't come oh. out with like this fucking fireball fucking entrance right Hell so no, baby. you build wait. to that because what ends That's up happening it. is that you use your song to build toward that when you eventually do get in the ring and you throw those z's up as ferocious as you do it starts for you from the curtain so yeah. As a question to you guys, how fucking maniacal does it make you when someone, even as your opponent, just throws on kill switch engage for no fucking reason? And then, <laughs> and, then they have, and then you have to come out and follow that with your fucking entrance and you're like, what the fuck is this shit?
4: Well, I got something for that. But, Mike, you want to throw something in there before I go? Uh, no. There you go. i think that i think that rotates all the way back around to how we started this this topic which was presentation right that's now, why i mentioned that's why i asked right yeah. this this brings me to one of and i'm glad we're open and we could talk about anything here it brings me to one of the issues i have with indie wrestling before you
3: go go we're not just open oh, we're not just open to topics before you go mm-hmm. we're not just open to topics mm-hmm. i don't know if you heard last week but, but i made a proclamation last week okay one of the problems that some people have with my podcast is that it gets explicit and there's language and sometimes the topic oh matter is all this and I can't play it in front of my family. I don't give a fuck we'll what any fucking body just, has a fucking problem about my fucking podcast, any fucking more. If you feel the need mm-hmm. to go in a particular direction and use colorful language to get there, feel free, Brother Cage. Please, preach to so us right to now.
4: I appreciate
3: that. I could do it both ways. Maybe you want to do PG, you want to do G, you want nah, to
4: do you want to do X. Just let me know.
3: <laughs> Listen, bottom line listen is, before you start going, give me R and X. I need a prescription, my nigga, please. Go ahead and do what you need to do. All
4: right, so let nigga. me start off by saying, kiss my ass to everybody out there. That's number <laughs> one if you don't support the greatest of all time. But let's get back on topic. This brings me back to the problem right. that I have with indie wrestling yes. in particular. Go
3: ahead. I've said it before. And people, the performers
4: ahead. in indie wrestling. You see, you got this mentality that infects the indie wrestling scene that... The fans don't necessarily care about certain things. Because that thought process runs rampant throughout the wrestling industry, you have so many performers that do not give that care to certain things. Now, you can argue anything you want. The business has changed. We're in a new era. We're in a new day. And we're in a new all of that. The fact of the matter is, is that when you got the presentation and when you pay attention to those types of things, the fans pay attention you just said it yourself baby if guy comes out to disturbed and it's all high and mighty but then he's a a church reverend dude. Yeah. not exactly making the connection between song presentation whatever it is the entrance the look the gear whatever it is that makes you you the fans you have to have something that makes the connection i just explained it right. the song gave birth to the entrance the entrance didn't give birth to the song it wasn't until we found that song that I said, this is a song that deserves a special event type entrance. When this song hits, the people, anyone that has ever seen us before knows that they're about to get a show even before that bell rings. Yeah. My goal is to hook the audience before I even lock up for the first time. And that's the problem with indie wrestling. That's half
3: your work. You
4: 99.999 of indie wrestling and the performers in it believe that all that matters is the five, six star, the imaginary, yeah. might I add, five, Not six which, star. Which, by the way, was created match. by
3: a fan, but you go, go ahead. That's right. Because Dave Meltzer is nothing more than a fan.
4: And the fact okay. of the matter is, no, it's the is that
3: it's the facts.
4: Is I'm that
3: <laughs> I'm not speaking out of school here, and people I know this shit. This
4: is this is the pill that indie wrestlers and the young boys today don't want to swallow. Is that your match means absolutely nothing, and when that those fans go home the next day, when they go to school and they go to work, they're not gonna remember a damn thing you did in that ring. But guess what? They're gonna remember the dude that looked the coolest, that talked the coolest, <laughs> that sounded the coolest, and that looked and performed the coolest that night, and that show. And I'm sorry to say, anywhere we've gone, Orsini, you are bare witness to this. Mm -hmm. You've been a part of it. You have felt it. There is nowhere that the greatest of all time have gone that we have not made an impact, and those people have not remembered us when we leave.
3: I've seen... I've literally seen uh, behind the curtain. Uh, like, I will be working with the music guy, obviously, doing working gorilla, working shows, and I know the Zoltan is behind the curtain. And I'll do another quick story because it's hilarious to me, and I tell the story as many times as I can because it's still funny. And you know where I'm going with this. Zoltan versus the set. Now, here's the thing. Uh-huh. Uh, I'm going to tell this story. Yeah, he's going to laugh. I don't still know if you've this story yet. Matches. Have you heard this story before? Yeah. Okay. So what ended up happening is, is I'm working the gorilla area, and we have the zoltan versus the set now the zoltan are coming in his heels all right the, the zoltan the zoltan are coming in his heels the problem is is that a lot of the fans that came to the building are zoltan fans all right a lot of them don't know who the fuck the set are because they're coming from virginia they're guests, yada 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 uh-huh. but the sets the baby face so the zoltan was set to come out first okay so the song hits and the whole building is clapping and singing the song and it'll all clear when the monkey shit all that they're singing the whole song so these guys and i'm so caught up in the fucking song (laughs) that i'm next to the music guy clapping and singing the song and they go through the curtain right they're doing the whole thing so i'm i'm still fucking i'm actually now that i think of it i think i was doing the spit like at the right time like i was there and the set leans over to me and they're like dude they're the fucking heels can you not fucking cheer for them what? <laughs> First of all, no one can hear me. Or no somebody. one can see me. <laughs> I'm backstage. And they're fucking criticizing me for fucking doing. And I, I, bro, I did the whole fucking they entrance. Bro. I dipped for no reason. right? Then I waited and did the whole with the fucking shimmy and the whole, the whole deal, the whole bro. presentation. As a person who knows the entrance before you actually became a part of it, what was your thought process in trying to include yourself in that?
2: I was just trying to feel like, okay, so where do I fit in all this? Where do I fit? Mm
3: -hmm.
2: And, you know, in the beginning, I was just like, all right, I'm beautiful. I'm gorgeous. Let me just like pose and be like the goddess that I am. Let me just do that. And then the last show, I had to join my brothers and just start dancing. So there's a bunch of footage videos i'm just like you can't beat them join them why not and (laughs) honestly honestly like it was the best that's probably probably last month was the best entrance that we've had
3: now as a promoter and and i've worked with you guys Both, i've worked with you guys as opponents i've worked with you guys as promoter i've worked with you guys all as around. manager I, I, all, all, around. all around broadcaster and what are the most frustrating now we can add broadcaster <laughs> to the list yeah. well, i mean hey
4: jesus let me tell you something i don't i don't know how you feel about it but the promo that you and me and the interview that you and i did together for rise of the champions right the first ever lions then battle royal the for fighting, fighting spirit wrestling which still we both stands
3: as uh, one of my favorite caught, promos caught a ton of heat for that I lions and how that went down. Oh, I'm going to tell the that story. Pre-match no, yeah, no, 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 no. <laughs> I'm going to tell that story. So what happened was is that because the reason why I want to tell that story is because when I did the Royal Rumble um, for the big four on my show, I do like a go home thing where I talk about previous rumbles and yada, yada, yada. Yes. So I had mentioned at the Royal Rumble go home show that I did that I've never actually performed in a Royal Rumble match, but I've written one before. And the one that I've written was the one that you won,
1: mm-hmm.
3: okay? And I was a part of a three-man team that put that shit together. Right. And all I could remember from the beginning conversations is that you were extremely strong-minded about the idea that you had to be one, right? That you had to be one. Now, I'm gonna tell you an alternate version to that story. Okay, when all you're right, done. all right, right, right. So, but that was what was fed to me. Is like we weren't sure if you were going to win just yet. We just knew that Cage had to be one. Right? So I was like, all right, cool, no problem. So we're going through the whole deal. This guy's gonna eliminate this guy and you know, we're writing the whole fucking thing out. And I think there was like twenty was it twenty people, something like about that? About twenty
4: five, something it was a weird number. It was a we weird we number. never
3: gave a number in the introduction, we just said it was a battle royal. Right? So we're going through the whole deal and by the end of it, we had kinda written ourselves into a position where you were gonna win the match. So you were going from one you were going from one to uh to win the actual uh, battle we kept calling it battle royal, but it was a Royal Rumble. It was timed entrances and all this yes. stuff. So when we got to who was going to win the match and they had chosen you, now I'm your friend, but I still wanted logic. So I said, okay, if he's coming in from one and he's doing all this stuff, where are we headed after this? Because if you go from one to winning, I'm assuming that means he's the next guy. Right? Correct. That's where we're going with this. Correct. And which he agreed to. He says, like, Yeah, you know, we know we're gonna do him and Mikey, we're gonna do this whole thing, got to, so I said, okay, cool. So uh, you know, Cage is a promo guy. I was like, yeah. I was like, okay. So at the end of this, will he be doing some kind of promo or addressing the fact that he won, or some heel shit where he just fucking—he'll do
2: it no matter what. Right, Even but I when
3: ask. I pitched this to him, he said, no. Well, when I pitched this to him, he said no. He said no, no, no. Just we'll just have the match or whatever. He'll win. He'll do the whole deal and then whatever. So I said, okay, cool. So we get to the show. We're in Rockaway and I'm still pitching like, you really should let this fucking guy say something, something, something healing. Give him like 60 seconds. Mm-hmm. And they were adamant. No, no, no. And like, he got, it got to the point where I, was, I guess I was annoying him. So he sicked the wife on me and she was like backing me off. Oh, yeah, yeah. yeah. That's when so you, I stopped pitching bad. it. Right. Yeah, well, that's, that's when, when I stopped bad. pitching it, but I already knew in my head <laughs> what I was going to do. <laughs> so I was like, all right. So I'm re-announcing the show, right? So I'm re-announcing the show and i was told you know no promo stop asking about the promo all right no problem so the battle royal opens the show so he comes out first does the whole deal great match yada 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 and i slide in i'm first of all i'm supposed to announce the winner <laughs> outside of the ring they should have known red flag that oh, i went geez. into the ring and so, there was a problem. so there's like this weird intense moment like we're looking at each other and i don't think at the time, I think you kind of figured it out. I, I started to, I didn't know at first what you were doing, so, like, but the I point felt where, something. Yeah, the the DJ fucking lowered the music, and which was my cue, so I just, I didn't say anything, I didn't announce him, I didn't do anything, I just slid into the ring and went, and I just handed which him the is, mic.
4: Which is beautiful, because still to this day, there's a, a still shot photo. Of, oh yeah, 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 yeah! Of, I have that somewhere. Orsini passing yeah. me the microphone. With this like intense look. And if you look pay at the attention, ones, yeah, me and Orsini have our eyes locked on each other. So because we hard.
5: knew. Because yeah, the we only two knew. that knew. He's, he's that uh, some shit was he, about he, to go yeah. down. He's
4: passing me the mic, and it's almost like with his eyes, he's like. Fuck this shit up. Yes, I, w- I was. Yeah. I was like,
3: please hit a home run because if this shit is terrible, <laughs> well, I'm in so much trouble. About to catch he for sorry. It better be good. The only he- the reason why I say we caught he is because the wife was mad at us. When he actually the did. wife the- is always mad. When he did the actual promo, it, it made sense. And it got the heat that they wanted. It, 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 it was everything that it was supposed to be. And it wasn't even long. It was short it and was sweet. It was short and sweet. And he said what he had to say, and that was just it. And it set him up, unfortunately, for that run. I think he was with Talon after that, right? It was. I even
4: delivered a nice catchphrase <laughs> that I thought I was going to take to the future on that night.
3: So, yeah. So, so that's just another example of, of giving someone an opportunity and, and, and seeing. It, it was an easy guess for me because it's you. And you and I that. have had private conversations about promo styles, and you've critiqued mine. I've critiqued yours. But I know, and I think you know about me, that in a crunch situation, we can cut promos on the spot. On the spot. So I'm. I just told that story. Now I'm going to pass it on to you guys. Uh, during the FSW days, and we're going to we're going to we're going to pick up at this point during the FSW days when I was there, the group. Was there. It was me, it was you, it was Whiplash, it was Ray's. We, uh, we were all there. Uh, even the infamous G Murder, all right, I, well, murder. I definitely wanted to bring him up in this podcast. Never, that was with the original four. Never forget That's the original four. Right? For those of you who are listening and learning about the go for the first time, the original four is Whiplash, Cage, Ray's, and G Murder, who is uh, Ray's brother. Raze's brother. Yes. And brother. Uh, he got uh, busy with adulting. <laughs> so so he had to do what I had to do When you I know? stepped in as four And now Ivy is four So the four sure. is consistent You guys That's have it. always had a rotation of four With the original three members But back in the FSW days And Fighting Spirit Wrestling we had uh, the group thing going. Well, not we. I wasn't a part of the group just yet. But you guys, you was
5: down. You just. We were yeah. all
3: friends. Yeah, I was like, I was like, well, black. I was like an old. Not yet. We friends, <laughs> I know was an alternate. You was down. Yeah, <laughs> I took the I took the mark pick. Remember, I took remember, I took remember. a lot of <laughs> pride. <laughs> I took
4: a lot of pride at that time, especially because I knew that your hosting and ring announcing career was growing, and it was where your focus was at the time. Uh, I took a lot of pride In looking at you As you know As my mean gene You know what I'm saying yeah, Anytime did, I knew yeah. That me and Orsini Were gonna hook up For a promo I knew it was gonna be juicy
3: I think you hit me a When we really started Going with the old thing You hit me with a Well let me tell you something Well now. let me tell you something Orsini Yeah he, yeah, he, yeah. He You, know, you gotta it throw it that in One time <laughs>
4: <laughs> Got to throw the Tukamania in there one time. You know what I mean?
3: So the FSW days, you guys were the team, and then we did the whole group thing, and you had the four guys, G-Murder and Ray's. Uh-huh. And that was kind of the original incorporation of that group. A lot of time has passed uh, since those days, about six years. And like I said, we've had many different incarnations. But the two, you and Whiplash, have always kind of been a consistent until one day it wasn't. Right, and you know where I'm going with this. There was a little bit of a rift between the group, and I'm and let's talk about it because what happens is, in my opinion, and this is my opinion, third party, had it not been from an outside source turning the group on to itself, the group would have still been standing. And my evidence of my argument is, is here you are sitting on my couch. Yeah, Uh, you guys have been friends basically since childhood. Yeah. All of a sudden, this guy gets involved. It becomes a very tense situation. What do you guys want to share about that little situation? Because at one point, uh, Zoltan was no more, and then we had our conversations, and then poof, Zoltan is is back. So that in between, what happened during that in between?
4: Yeah, kick it and then tag you in, rock out, brother. I'd like to. I'd like to give. I would like to, I'd like to give one perspective, I I and you. then pass it off to brother Whiplash because okay. I know he has his own account of how things went down which we me and him have spoken in nauseam about uh, at this point uh like you said we've been friends since childhood and the one consistent factor in this group and i would like to say the seeds and the founding fathers in in a lot of senses is me and brother superstar that being the case we enter the ludus wrestling center in 2011 late 2011 yeah. uh we're pretty much given keys to the castle the man tells us that we are going to be the next tag team that takes over the tag team wrestling scene in pro wrestling which me and mike firmly believe because our confidence in ourselves is so high we get to a certain point and truth be told as was told to us superstar and myself were the very first the very first two graduates of the ludus wrestling center
3: graduates air quotes (laughs) thank you uh uh
4: graduates air quotes uh followed closely by our brothers raisin uh, murder uh made our quote-unquote pro debut and i would say late 2012 uh, something like that, but a little while fast forward to. Uh, Don't shortchange yourself.
3: It was 2011.
4: 2011, That's December when we did of the, 11.
3: The uh, Mortal's Holiday show. The Mortal's we Holiday, the December, match, yeah.
4: I believe, fourth or fifth of 2011, something like that would have been the uh, mm. the eight man tag.
3: Yeah, the eight man tag.
4: Yeah. Yes, the goat's very first eight man tag uh, on the indie wrestling scene.
3: I think one of the last, the first and last, wasn't it? Uh,
4: as far as the original version of the goat is yeah, concerned. Yeah, the original yes. version.
3: Yeah.
5: Uh,
4: Which
3: I'll be posting that match in promotion of this uh, interview. But go ahead. Nice. It's actually nice. a pretty good match. It's, it's a dope good. match, especially since uh, Moff was I'm uh, uh, not Moff, uh, uh, Mac is in that right. match. That's right. Monster Mac. And they're uh, on their uh, way out. Ortiz, so, uh, Ortiz of LAX.
4: Talon. Uh, uh, Talon the FTW uh,
3: Heavyweight Champion, if I'm not mistaken, is right. in the That's right. And Kono. Kono.
4: That's right. Uh, four great guys. We had a great time working with them that night. It was. Uh, it was actually one of our more fun events that we performed. That. Um, go ahead. But, you know, you fast forward uh, some time uh, after that, and there happened to be a certain uh, incident that was the catalyst to the, the separation period between Whiplash and myself. Uh, and I'm going to try to tell the story really quick because I don't know if I've ever told this story publicly. But I'm going to uh, very quickly. So we're at what? Used to be known as the Ludus Wrestling Center Expos, the student expos, which I know Orsini, you remember, you yeah. were the
3: host of these expos. I hosted all of them except the last one. That's ver- that's very
4: true. You were the host with the most, I think uh, a phrase coined by myself. And uh, and uh, there was a night that. The superstar myself were going up in tag team action against the world famous sat the maximo brothers right a match that we had been working toward for quite some time now we're told by management i'm gonna use the word management here throughout this podcast just
3: to be give it a name just yeah you know just to
4: just to keep it clean Hmm. so uh love you guys out there if you're listening uh we're told by management. Asshole
3: douchebag is too long, so we're going to put management. That's right. And the love is real. Yeah, really? uh, but uh, really we're ask, told yeah. by
4: management that this match <laughs> that we're having on this in particular night is going to work itself into a continuing angle. Right. With a the S A T program, as they say a in program, the a program as yes. they say, which me and Superstar were very, very excited about. As I said, we were working toward this for quite a while, and we felt that at the conclusion of this program, we would be at a better place in terms of our team than we were when we started it. Uh, now that night was filled with bullshit. Thank you, uh-huh. and it started. No, with- no, no. I'm
3: sorry. Wrestling jargon politics but yeah, okay, yeah yes yeah.
5: politics sorry
4: it's same th-
3: thing synonyms but okay anyway. it's still bullshit, it's still <laughs> bullshit. hey it, you have a mic you can call bullshit if you'd like it's it's still- I don't
2: need a mic I'm Puerto Rican yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh good one it. <laughs>
3: those are so all facts it, yeah. it, started, it
4: started with the music man right yeah. so we have an issue with the music man you know the equipment wasn't working correctly that night Uh, As we've talked about multiple times already, I am very big on presentation. So if I feel beforehand that my presentation is being ruined before we even are allowed to work, I'm going to feel a certain type of way, which I did. Right. That being said, me and Mike still went out to work. We were not in the... Best frame frame of of mind mind, when we walked out that night. But we still worked, we still did what we had to do. I have mixed feelings on the actual match that took place that night. But it is what it you know, it was what it was. Uh now because I was feeling so hot that night, I decided, as we've also discussed, to grab the live mic. Oh god. At the end of the show,
3: which we have uh (laughs) which we know doesn't always turn out in the world. They call him Jesse
5: James. It might not be positive. It's always fun, though.
3: Now I know you're always having a blast when he grabs it. <laughs>
5: I love it.
4: I grabbed the mic, and I may have said a couple of de- derogatory comments about said person running the production in the back. And uh, at that moment, my live mic was cut, to which Brother Whiplash uh, whispers in my ear following that moment. Oh, I did. To smash the mic on the floor. That's it. Now I don't know if it was the anger, it was the blood boiling, or whatever. Hey, but for you know, some your brother reason, called an audible on that. For hey, well, some reason, when the superstar called that audible, <laughs> at that second it sounded like the greatest idea of all time. Yeah. So I proceeded. That's great. With all my Pow. might, with all my might, to smash that microphone on the floor, make my way to the back with whiplash and toe, and uh, not happy. The the production guy was not happy. I was not happy with the production guy.
3: You're so professional. I tried right? the to. Production now, you, said, guy. you know what? I
4: tried to. I tried to let so be bygones be bygones. You're, just, you're and, so you know, so Hey, I, bro, It's been a long time. You know, I'm not the same guy I was in 2011.
3: Oh, there you go. Go ahead. You're so calm about this story now. Go ahead. I just
4: try to. You know. <laughs> He's trying to protect everybody involved. You know what I'm saying? Because
3: you said you've never told the story publicly, but you seem very well-versed you know, in how like the story
4: should go. I just have <laughs> like to choose my words wisely. I want okay, everybody yeah. to get the full picture A here, politician. anybody who's listening. All right. So, you know, I have my differences with the uh, production guy. We walk backstage, and I try my very, very hardest to turn the other cheek and just make my way to the rear locker room and try and get dressed and make and make and end my night. It's at this moment that the production guy decides he wants to make a slick, tough guy comment out of his mouth. To which, let's just say I didn't react too kindly to that comment. Things got a little explosive backstage, and before you know it, there was a pull-apart going on in the locker room to which the live crowd could hear from in front of the curtain. Oh, you knocked him
5: out. Nah, they were I no, did they not, was a, because I didn't get apart. that far. Yeah. I didn't get that far, because like I said, apart. there was
4: a pull apart. But let's just say there's a certain close friend of ours who I'm not going to mention right now because he's a big-time television wrestler that was mm, at I, my aid and at my defense that night. And, you know, had it not been for someone pulling him away, the production guy probably would have ended up with a little blood coming out of his face. Now, uh... We get to the back, and management is not too happy with the fact that I smashed their $200 or whatnot microphone. Right. $50. To which, at the moment, I could give two shits.
1: (laughs)
2: Right.
4: (laughs) My heated self proceeded to argue with management, plead my case. They pled their case to me. Some nasty things were said back and forth. And a line was said to me that uh, any girl that I've ever dated should know you never say to the absolute Chris Cajun is that if you want to leave, there's the door.
3: I'm out and at which point you made. At the door, which point my bag got picked up. Entered. That's right.
4: <laughs> at which point my bag got picked up. I started to remove all my belongings from said uh, said building. And uh, I walked out. Now when it comes to me and brother Whiplash. Uh, Our separation came uh, from the fact that upon my departing said company, Brother Whiplash decided to stay in said company. And, you know, for a very long time, and he knows this, we've talked about this over and over and over again for hours and hours and hours at that time.
3: Which, for the record, is the reason why I asked. Because there is a fan base that has followed you from the early days to now that may not know this. And I think it's important to know because although that was a dark period, the fact that she went that low to now be this high, I think is important for people to know as a part of the story because Mm -hmm. you guys, I'm sure in Whiplash, you're going to get your chance to to say your your piece, I guess, to the whole thing. But I think it's important that people understand the highs and lows because I think when they see the Zoltan, they have this... Um, and this is a very. This is going to be another Pee Wee Herman situation. Perception. perception, perception is huge in this business. You get booked. You make money off of perception. There's a lot of dudes on top. Who shouldn't be on top because of that perception mm-hmm. there's a lot of guys in the bottom who shouldn't be on the bottom but they're there because of the perception and i think people see you guys and they see a team that's been together for so long they can't possibly be they got to be stale by now but no there's periods here where we did this and we did this and then we recreated ourselves again because you guys have metamorphosized your size so many times so this is just a part of the story. So, so I just wanted to let you guys know where I was going with this and let the audience know why I'm going. I don't mean for this to be like this depressing sad oh, podcast <laughs> but I just wanna, cause we're gonna get back to the funny shit after this but I, yeah. this is to me like it's a part of the storytelling. Like there was a low here. So now I wanna, go ahead. I don't wanna cut you off. I just wanna explain. No, no, explain
4: uh, that. Uh, and you you make a great point. And uh, you know, a uh, 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 pretty long amount of time went, went by Uh, where me and Whiplash, uh, uh, we parted ways, and we stood separate from each other.
3: A tense time, because you and I had conversations during that time. During that time,
4: and you know for a fact that I wasn't feeling very well during that time. You were off. Like, as a person, you were off. I wasn't in my right state of mind, because there was,
0: you you know, as corny as it might
4: sound, and what you just said, (laughs) there was kind of a part of me missing, especially when it came to the wrestling business you know you got to say no matter what me and mike or no matter what me and the superstar share outside of the wrestling business the basis and the foundation of our friendship and when we first met was our shared love of professional wrestling right. and it's what it's what we built our our entire bond on it's why he's he's my hetero life mate and uh and we'll, we'll be together probably until the Hold day we die for the
3: record i uh i know you guys are friends with me i did because
4: say the it. word
3: hetero sexual
0: no, life i know we're all friends all here, here but i want to get that it. means I let straight you guys, life partner okay i want to let There's you guys know that
3: people do download my yeah. shows <laughs> Okay. <laughs> I'm not one of these podcasts well, where it gets like one or two views a month, okay? I got <laughs> I got people listening to my shit. So that's, don't worry, gonna, I'm, that's gonna pass I'm around ready Go to the, the storm, all right? <laughs> Go ahead. Let me just
2: say oh, once I graduated college right. I missed wrestling even more because of whiplash. Like I literally missed the fuck out of this guy. Nigga, you'd MVP in
3: his podcast yeah. right now. So. <laughs> <laughs> For glue, guy, you complete you everyone. You scratch, baby, when, you I,
2: when I'm literally at training...
3: Without you, they're just the goodest of all time. Hell no. <laughs> <laughs> I'm, I'm just Ivy,
2: not the Silver Queen. But
3: no, but yeah, he's very like, influential. Legit, yeah.
2: when I'm training and he walks to the door, my confidence level literally goes up like a mm-hmm. hundred And
3: good. it's
2: like... Not
3: to toot your horn or anything. No, Yo, bro, just a pat you, on man. the back. There you go. <laughs> I
5: love you too, sis. <laughs>
3: I, I, I don't mean to toot my, my fucking, horn, I but toot, you, shout, shout out to the Double A. Yeah, there You're you go. The fucking best man, you
2: know
3: it. <laughs> uh, this is this is the moment right here, brother. I mean, you and I have had some conversations too about this. I, I didn't want to pull any scabs up here, but I mean, the floor is the floor yours, good, brother. Bro. If you wanna, you wanna do your thing. And what happened? Go ahead, just uh, there you go. Um because I think I think can we confirm the story that he told leading up to him storming out? We oh, no, can confirm yeah, that. Yeah, yes. yes so talk to me now confirmed. more about the fact that the decision process to stay rather um, than go with Cage. What
5: happened was basically the whole thing was a big misunderstanding between me and my brother. Right. But um, really the reason I stood that day is right. because I was trying to be like a like a band aid kind of thing. You know what I mean? Patch this shit up. Cause like he just said, we're supposed to be in this program, we're supposed to be, you know, on the road to big things.
3: Trying to keep business together.
5: You know what I'm saying? Right. So I'm trying to keep that going. Yes, a misunderstanding happened, but that's this is fucking wrestling. Everybody right. that's a wrestler knows there's bullshit involved with everything. Mm-hmm. So, of course, you know, he broke the mic. I encouraged that. <laughs> but um Okay. Yeah, I was trying to, you know, fix that up. Make sure our shit was still...
3: Because usually intact. it's broken condoms that ruin a relationship. Y'all broke a mic. You
5: see what I'm saying? So, okay, microphone. all
3: right. So we can overcome okay. this. All right, you know I mean?
5: <laughs> Just buy a new one. <laughs> so, yeah, yeah.
3: Just like the condoms. Just buy
5: another one. Really one good. thing led to another, and it just, it was like a snowball. You know what right, I mean? Right, yeah. It started with one thing. Egos got involved. Feelings got and hurt. Another yeah. and, another,
3: and another. And it took but a long was, time. I was going to say, it was at least two years, was it? Three. Oh, three. Three years. Three.
4: Yeah. I think it. I think it, it, it. grew from something small into all into parties wanted very much to to find that 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 place where we can come together. Uh, the trouble we all had was was fi- was figuring out how. I think we, we all had, and this includes uh, rays and murder. I think we all had trouble finding a way and how to approach making up with each other. Yes, it's kind of like it's kind of like 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 we joked about earlier. You know, you have you fight you have a fight with your girl, and let's say you know you were wrong, and you just you're trying to figure out how to go and say you're sorry. And I right think because the rift the happened between
3: thing. you and Whiplash, but yet while you guys were going through your thing, the stepbrothers, so to speak, raised murder, who will always be actual blood family. They have to kind of take the position of being on the outside because right. they. They don't want to choose. There were times where they hung with you, and then there were times they were hung with you, but they couldn't do the two As together. As said, they, they're real
5: blood brothers. Right, so exactly. they know what it's like to get into some shit with your brother.
3: Right, right. And they, were, they were
5: very supportive. I
4: was going to say, yeah, they on, were trying on, on to... On both sides.
3: They weren't really... You know, right, right, exactly. That's what I'm trying yeah. to get to. It was like, like They weren't really choosing a side, per se. Mm-hmm. They hung with you. They hung with you. And and I remember having conversations with the two of them, of them literally telling me, I, they need to figure this shit out, because we yeah. can't keep... With the, like, it looks like divorced parents, so to speak. It's like, I can't, you know, I mean, two Christmases That's, are cool, but the rest of the year kind of sucks, you know? So, it, you guys went through this whole moment. There was miscommunication, there was a lot of stuff going on between the two of you. Now, I'm going to tell a quick short story about me and him for a second. Yeah. Because what happened was, is that the day, when the day finally came and phone calls were made and the four of you got together finally. And the tears were had, and the words were said, and okay, here we go, the team is back together again. There was some time that went by, and then we had a training day over at Daro's. And we had a lot of the 2KW guys, which I'm going to get, which is next, the 2KW side of the whole thing. A lot of 2KW guys there, we had a lot of like, it was almost like a small little mini. You know how every now Mm -hmm. and then, every six or seven months, 2KW gets together. I still may have pictures from that (laughs) day. Had like this little reunion. And uh, we did these little singles matches. And you had one... Uh, with drastic on this particular day where y'all went hard for i mean which is what you and drastic always do but on this particular day like a lot of the 2kw guys because of this rift Mm -hmm. um there were kind of like some battle lines drawn there you were an fsw guy for some reason over Mm -hmm. there while 2kw was doing his own thing we were back we were running our own shows and you were kind of doing your thing over at the ludus Mm -hmm. Now the ties with the Lutus is over and the group is back together. So this was like your first time really acclimating back to the group. And I remember you and Drastic going at it ferociously. And everybody on the side going, oh, fuck. I really hope he's not doing this just because he's back and he's just trying to show us what's up. And Because by that time, when we had last seen you, you were the whiplash of this guy. Mm-hmm. And years had gone by, and even though there was a rift, you were still training, you were working, you were polished as fuck it, the really. next time we saw you. So, and so it was drastic, because you guys had been doing it together that mm-hmm. whole time. So when you guys were going at it, a lot of the guys were just like, fuck. And you guys were hitting and hitting And when the fucking thing was over, I don't know if you recall, but I was the first one in. I was like, nigga, welcome back. It was just like, (laughs) for real, it was just like, it was like a a welcome home party. Like we hugged, embraced, like I think, I think, and maybe I'm wrong, I'll give you the chance to answer. I think maybe you didn't know it, maybe it was subconscious, but I think there was a piece of you that was just like, I'm going to show these niggas what they've been missing out on. Because we were already uh, two shows deep. Mm-hmm. When you came back, yeah. hence the tag team match for for three. Mm-hmm. But I think that I think there was a piece of you that was just like, nigga, Y'all should have been doing this without me. Because when it was over, like, I mean, there was fucking raw emotion in that gym. We were like, We hadn't seen Mikey in, like you said, three years. And here he is fucking killing it with Drastic. Like, like we, he was just here yesterday. Mm-hmm. So, speak on that. Was there a piece or was it just you and Drastic, regular business? Like, what was the um, mentality behind that?
5: I actually had talked to Drastic. Because I hit up all my closer friends that I had not spoken to for, like you said, Yeah, you were running years. the gauntlet. Yeah, you were you know yeah, you talking to so a lot of people, yeah. It was like I had to reconnect with everybody, and I had to make sure that everybody was going to embrace me the way I wanted to be. Right. You know what I mean? So I'm guessing that that day at the gym, me and Jurassic just, it was just a thing. Like it had to happen,
3: like because y'all uh, went at it like that shit was fucking Monday Night Raw. Y'all that's was it, baby. Day day. I mean, the whole it spot with be. the pickup DVD and all this it stuff. Had was shit. To be. That was a it regular training happen.
2: day for me,
3: though. Well, yeah. you know, I was yeah. going to. I was going that to was say. A regular when, training day because Jurassic train, also like, trained me. All right, the way I look at it is right. But my point is, is that when we had last seen him, he, to be fair, was not on that level. If that was training for him, the room was shocked. They're like, "Holy fuck!" We were seeing things from him, and to be fair, drastic as well that we had never seen before. Mm-hmm. So when, because I knew already the team was happening I, because I'm part of the promotional team yeah, and yeah. all that stuff, I knew the team was happening. You had the back, and I stuff. had my reservations because I hadn't seen you in forever. So when I saw that, I hit Pete up. Money. This is going to be a lot of fun. <laughs> gonna yeah, this is going <laughs> to be crazy. Because, crazy. well, like I said, it there. was a.
5: Uh, uh, I hadn't talked to a lot of the guys. Because to be in fair, and time.
3: if you've noticed, we're by the way, we're an hour in. I don't know if you guys have been feeling like wow, that. Wow, really? Yeah. is nice. so good? And you have fun. Yeah. This is how my show goes, oh, babies yeah. so, so, so are silly. I know. Baby. Oh, for those of you wondering, because the last round table, I said I, bourbon I, tonight was vodka. <laughs> so there you go. But uh, there there's uh, there's when you guys went into the Ludus, you guys were already, in my opinion, very, very good. All the bad things that we can say about that experience, and I've said them on the podcast myself, I even on the podcast, I say I'll give him the one thing. He gave me the shot. Every time I'm asked. no matter what Joel ever did to me, I always tell people all the time, I started in fighting spirit with the Maximo bros. I will always say that, no matter what happens. You guys were very, very good when you went to that school. When you came out of it, both of you, polished, the foot everything everything that you can expect of a professional was there i hadn't seen you in three years up until that point Mm -hmm. so when that happened when that occurred when i saw that fucking thing between you and draft i was like oh shit we got money over here i already knew where you were uh, but when to see you come back and then i was like you put that fucking team together against a hot ass eyfbo at that time this is going to be great but the let's chemistry
4: was a worry at that time, too. I, I was. I'm going to be honest. I was. It was, it yeah, was, it was I you was. know, one of the things in the back of my head was, are we going to click the same way that we always did? Right. Which, which, you know, thankfully, it only took one night to find out the answer to that question.
3: So, speaking of the one night, let's talk about the one number and the two letters. <laughs> let's talk about the one letter and the, uh, excuse me, the one number and the two letters. Yeah. So, 2KW. All right, you guys are what is labeled as 2KW originals. Mm. Yeah, come back way. Way before we ended up doing all those shows at Dario's Extreme Fitness, which, by the wait. way, we're going to bring up again later. Because oh, yeah. you guys are returning to your old stomping grounds. That's right. We got some And big uh, stuff. what? Just a few. Uh, wait a minute. I'm In just say, seven yeah. days. Yeah, well, there's the yeah. thing. Okay. I mean, uh, by I the mean, time Ray, this. I was going to say, yeah. Well, let's preface this by saying uh, this will air on Wednesday. And I have the date in front of me, Wednesday the 21st, which would mean when this airs, it'll be two days. (laughs) So y'all better get the promotion. So it's just 48 hours, brother. (laughs) (laughs) We're going to be back at Extreme, Daryl's Extreme Fitness. I want to talk about that card because I was making the joke the other day. That shit looks like a New York City All-Star game. That's what it looks like. Like, It's definitely
4: going to be the biggest all-star action-packed and probably hard-hitting wrestling show you're going to see all year.
3: Well, let's talk about 2KW for just a split second because we we were in that building, and I would like to make the statement now out loud, and I've told Frank this, so I'm not speaking out. You guys know me. I don't say shit. Out in public, that I don't say to people's faces. We made that building relevant for at least two years. That's right. Okay? He he, he did a great job promoting his promotion, which is Bronx Wrestling Federation. Mm-hmm. He was drawing nice houses up until about 2014, which is when we came in. And then we came in with our audience and filled that building up literally every night, which he flied and sold his shit at. So I don't want to hear any bitching complaining about our fucking audience. And uh, Dolls Extreme Fitness, for those of you who are unaware, if you're not in the area, it's located in the Bronx, deep, deep within the Bronx. Oh, I see. <laughs> it's a six train ride to Whitlock Avenue, which, again, we'll get into the promotional mode later. But uh, 2KW <laughs> ran its shows there. You were the very first main event of the 2KW Pro version of 2KW, which is the stuff that we'll talk about for obvious reasons. So the 2KW, and your opponent was the guy you mentioned earlier. Your yin to your yang. <laughs> my, my, actually, you my, could go the either Smith way. To my neo. Yeah, I was going to say, you can go either way with that <laughs> because while you have great chemistry with Drastic, you have amazing history with Ortiz. Correct. So you can either actually kind of go either way with those two. It's And. Uh, so you have chemistry with both Santana and Ortiz in that situation, but in this main event, it was you, and we'll we'll just for legal reasons call him Santana. Correct. I've been calling him drastic for the last hour, but I'll switch over to the Santana mode now because that was the first main event, and you had some apprehensions about this main event at first. Well, you. So gotta, let's talk about that. You
4: got you gotta keep in mind as we talked about before, it had been uh, three years at that point because.
3: After uh, the Lutus, you were done. After the Lutus, I
4: was done. That uh, whole story you told, out,
3: that was pretty much the end of your in-ring career at that point.
4: The falling out between me and Whiplash was definitely my uh, taking off from the wrestling business. You fucked business
3: him up big time, dude. Four, like when you laughed, that was
4: like... Nah, it's all good. <laughs> uh, Water I under you, the man. bridge, you know? Uh, you want
3: to talk about promos, because you were talking about your favorite promos, the one with me and you Rise of the Champions. Yes. That promo we filmed at the amphitheater. The one promoting that yes. first main event. When we did the uh, the click uh, back to reality, right. we had that. Uh, the that back was, to
4: reality promo. For
3: those of you wondering at home, this guy is kind of a creative mastermind. And it was, he pitched, <laughs> he pitched the, I don't know if you've seen the promo. Oh, yes. He pitched the change in color at the amphitheater. When he was going over the promo, we were filming it. And it was like nighttime. We were doing this whole thing. And he said, is there any way that you can do this whole thing black and white? Up until the line of moment of clarity, and then I snap, and I want all the color, like the regular video, brother. yeah. And That's I, for, I told him yes. When I left, and went, oh shit, I don't know if I can do it. <laughs> <did>, right? <laughs> no, but he I figured it out. I made, made it happen. happen. Exactly. And um, I was listening to his promo, and normally I, when I record promos, I shoot the promo straight up. I the only thing I really edit is like beginning and end kind of trim it up and then I just send the promo out mm-hmm. cuz I bank on the promo itself selling whatever it, it is it's going to sell right with that promo I, you were telling this story about how I'll let you describe the promo but I I pitched this idea to you which was the one thing you didn't tell me which was the soundtrack it was a sound there was yes. a song That we had put to the back end of the story, which I don't even know if you know, it was a violin version of Evanescence's Bring Me to Life, which was core to the point of his promo, and it just fit, because it was a violin, it wasn't just like, it was a violin that kind of set to the ebb and flow of what he was trying to say, so talk to me about the promo, because that promo, which is another thing that I'm going to put up to promote this this, uh, podcast, that... uh, what was the thought behind that promo? Because, like you said, you were out for about two or three years and you had so much in here and yet you were able to get it out in three minutes. How the fuck were you with Because I had pictures of that motherfucker. I had, you, man, you did I edit you
4: fucking went all out with bro. the production, which <laughs> yeah. I, I must say, once I actually <laughs> saw it, uh, uh, I kind of I, I, was, I was real juiced up about it. Uh, and it, it did help with my anticipation for the actual event uh, because I didn't exactly. It, it was almost like I didn't feel even, even, even. I don't know if I even bought my own shit until I saw the actual promo. And I was like, okay.
3: You talked about it, kid. You talked about You brought in shit in there, man.
4: Right. And uh, and like you said, it was all about telling a story. So while I had so much on my mind and there was a part of me that wanted to just go off and rant and rave, uh, I knew that the, the the goal was to sell the event. And the story was about me and Mr. Santana. And uh, I tried to tell that story as best we could. We had a long history. We had trained together for a very long time. Everything that was said in that promo was 100% true. And I think that's why, you know, the feeling kind of comes through. And then with the soundtrack that you added, the effect, the moment of clarity and everything just kind of brought it all together.
3: It's one of my favorite things that I've ever done. And I didn't do anything except like be behind the scenes of it which is just, the story of my fucking career from
5: an outsider point of view because yeah. at this point like we were just talking about we hadn't reconnected right yeah, at this right, time right. so i was like an outsider like just strolling through facebook the, 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 and on just youtube just saw run it upon, just, yeah, yeah. like you know just find it yeah and it was it, it was it was it was crazy <laughs> like i i wanted to know who edited this thing who came up with the ideas who did all the stuff because yeah. I, I didn't know anything me, about son. anything. Pat
3: on the back toots. Toot, I wasn't I wasn't a
5: part of the two KW thing till like you said, I yeah, made my two KW yeah. pro so, debut at three. Yeah, which was so several was already, months in, yeah, because there was we, already two shows in was, before I even, you know, was right. thought about. So right. when I saw that promo, it was like, All right. I might <laughs> maybe have to go I don't know how people are gonna feel about me being in the building, but right, yeah. I might have <laughs> to go check out, this yeah. shit out. Like it was it was it was good. It was good. Definitely. definitely. I,
4: I will say that I will say that, that promo definitely uh, pointed me in the direction of where we are now in terms of- It set I, the tone it, for it, 2KW it, Pro. Opened, it, it set the tone for 2KW we Pro. We used that
3: promo to promote the last show, which was you guys uh, as the GOAT against Pazuzu. Correct. That's did Because you did, like, the, you did the, the deal beginning. with Drastic, right. Santana. Everything beginning. came full circle. Yeah, because you had the singles match, to me. then the triple threat <laughs> match, and then you guys had the tag match. And then all these things in between where you and were messing when we with each the, other, the six man tag and the, versus Padudu. Was, yeah, it was, it was right. Good, well, man. but even before that, when you got to the commentary, and then and then it drove Eyfbo to be like, oh, I can't do this three on two, and then here comes Jacka, and then we got the whole Pazuzu versus the Guild thing, and that was the match that closed the doors yep. uh, on 2 K.W. So you kind of bookmarked it. You opened us up, and then the feud metamorphosized into all this different stuff, and it was like a, even though it didn't last very long, I think it was about a two year run. It was a hell of a story because yeah it was a hell of a story and incorporating you back was a twist for people they didn't expect it i mean they got jacked Mm -hmm. with you coming back and then uh the goat reuniting officially on shows with rays now as a three man Mm uh was these were all chapters that if you think about it kind of led to where you guys are now because now the stable is the way that it is it's part of that evolution for the goat which brings me back to the young lady over here Hello. She thought that I had forgotten about her. I have no, not no, forgotten no. about I her. I know you
2: didn't forget. It.
1: I'm staring
2: at you right in your face. So you <laughs> Directly, right yes, exactly. The face, you again, audio wise,
3: there's no video. That. She's literally across I'm the fucking laptop from right really.
1: me. <laughs> right across.
3: <laughs> I, I, I wanted to. You're here. Is any of this new to you, or you've heard all these stories already before?
2: Some is. Definitely new to me. Oh, she's um, learning
3: all your dirty little secrets tonight. Some is new <laughs> so good, and it's baby. like
2: intriguing because you know, when okay. we go to WXW in a March, I'm like, oh, so I'm sure those more. road trips oh, are yeah, like, so that's so that's gonna tell me more, guys. That's gonna be story time in <laughs> the car, be um, right. yeah. Definitely story time, and I'm gonna have my auxiliary cord ready for
1: you. Oh, <laughs> uh, uh, yes, let's please please please. Yeah, like You will not regret that
2: decision. Best road trip decision of your life. i getting pissed off on my own music, so I'm kind of a DJ.
3: So um. you're, you're hearing all this stuff. And the reason why I, I went down memory lane and now I'm coming directly back to you was that because I was hoping some of that would be new. Hearing this now, Seeing the highs, seeing the lows, seeing everything that, that they've been through. Up, you, oh. I'm not trying to fuck somebody right. up. I'm trying to hey, let the audience you know. Hey, man, you if do you, you, do you got you tears, do you? man, don't hold it back, <laughs> man. <laughs> <laughs> if you feel it in your chest, baby, let it go, okay? Be careful. I'm an emotional guy. <laughs> so you're, see, you're seeing the highs. You're seeing the lows here. You're seeing what this team has been through, but now you're the person coming in now, okay? And, and, and we went down memory lane. I could sit here and talk more about 2KW. You guys have such a long history, but I want to focus more on you not so much 2KW and right now, you're the manager of the WXWC4 Elite Tag Team Champions and soon to be, I don't want to be biased here, soon to be WXWC4 Ultimate Heavyweight Champion the Monster King Reyes I have not spoken much about Ray so far because Mm -hmm. he unfortunately could not make it here tonight. So I wanted to make it centric to who is here. But we couldn't talk about the goat. I can't promote the goat for this podcast if we don't spend at least a few minutes talking about the big man himself. You have so, to, baby. so you were trained by Whiplash. You met Cage, and you guys clicked creatively. Talk to me now about your relationship with the big man.
2: Uh, Rays and I, it's like.
3: If you say big brother, little sister, i got to no, <laughs>
2: it's,
3: it's not even like that. That's, that's it's a good. cop out. I'm it's, older than him not, and I feel like that. It's yeah.
2: not even like that. It's like the brother that I always love to fight with, but I still love at the same time. Yeah. So that's basically the relationship. Which is it's a, like, I think all of our Probably the
4: most accurate thing i love.
2: Heard. I love to like... I don't know. I just love to push his buttons to see how far I can take it. Nice. I don't know.
3: That's basically <laughs> the little
2: sister. You're so Spanish. I'm so Puerto Rican. Yeah. His but, buttons
3: are very pushable. Yeah. yeah he's no, been pushing them for fucking years. Yeah. The fact that Ray has not decked his ass by now, it's amazing. It's a testament so amazing to how much he loves you. Yeah. You literally have. Ray has called us. me at two in the morning. Dead ass on the phone. This fucking guy. <laughs> <Yeah>. This fucking <laughs> Yo, guy. I've gotten it. Yeah. Yeah. You've got, you've gotten the call too. So, yeah, you got. It. So, I'm, you have I'm, a. You
2: see, for me, fortunately, I get the Facebook messages.
3: Okay. So he
2: tells me, "Uh, Ivy, so uh, what's the plan? What <laughs> what's are we the plan? Yo, that's his cat.
3: Why is that shit not on a shirt for <laughs> What's the plan? What's that's the plan. That's yes. Big what are we ass doing? question mark. What's the. What, and the dot being his face. Like yeah. Here, with the mouthpiece like that. What's the plan? Yeah. yeah definitely no. Um, Preaching to um, the choir here on that one.
1: He's. He,
2: he, we actually had the pleasure to train a couple of months ago together okay. because our schedules are so opposite. And, uh, I really saw a lot of myself within him. Like he has like this passion and this rage that I harbor within my soul. And he like already brings it out. So basically when I see him bring his rage out, it's like, it's okay. Do your thing, girl. And it's like, Ha, everything just comes
1: on out. There you go. <laughs> We use controlled rage. Right?
3: There's something about Rays that uh, like he's he, I don't want to kill the gimmick, but he's a pretty even kill dude for the most part. Until his match is next, he's a teddy bear. No. Behind until, the curtain, there's something he's a, about yeah, raise a teddy, bear, teddy bear, you bear. Fuck with him until That's basically no, what no, <laughs> no, no, no. Yeah, no it's no, literally no, right before no. his match. Right before a te- he's yeah. a teddy
5: bear up until gorilla. Yeah, up until oh. gorilla. And um, anybody who knows wrestling knows that gorilla <laughs> means when we're at the curtain.
3: Raise, raise. Once we're o- at the curtain, raise. Um, he turns into an animal. Always blames me for the death of AR Fox. So, so, what, so what? So what happened oh, was is we did dude. a sh- we did a show a 2KW show that. where Ray's was in the main event against uh, Ar Fox, and uh, it was a big night for race because you know Ar Fox is smack this established guy He's and, and smack him. Fox. Uh, wait, He's he kind of did. did you ever him. seen the clip? The, the gif of Sammy hitting him and the sweat coming off of him and all that. That's stuff. a that's a match Buddy, we will listen, be releasing listen, shortly. <laughs> that is yeah. a, a big so, uh, a big thing for me. Sammy all day was kind of nervous until we got to the show and Fox was a complete professional. He was a cool dude. And Fox's whole goal, he kept telling Sammy, he's like, my my whole goal is to make you look as good as Fox Fucking humanly possible. So, S- Ray's was pitching all this shit, and Fox was like, Yeah, it's, see, Brock's almost said yes to almost everything. He was just like, Yeah, 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 this, 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 this. And Fox was trying to construct a match a certain way because Fox is kind of spotty, and he's like, Yeah, I got to get this. yeah So, they're going over the match or whatever, so everything looked good. He was good. And as the night wore on, he was getting more and more kind of into it. and Okay, two matches left, one match left, and now Fox comes out first, and Sammy's in Gorilla. And Sam was just kind of like doing his thing. He's staring at the curtain. And I walk over from behind him and I get behind him. And I start whispering to him, who the fuck is this guy? This is your fucking house. Who the fuck is this piece of shit coming in here? I was fucking, I was in his ear. You're the fucking Kai, king, well, I think it was king of kaiju at the time. Kaiju. You're the fucking king of kaiju. These bitches and this is 2KW. Who the fuck is that? I was, I was fucking in, I was like in his fuck. I was the devil on his fucking shoulder this night. By the time him. he went through the curtain, I thought when he went through the curtain, I thought the curtain was going to come off. Because <laughs> oh, if you look at the video, he fucking <laughs> yes. busts right through the fuck. Oh, yes. I was like, oh shit when he he went out there like uh, when the match was over like he was really spamming everything everything went wild he was just looking at me because yo oh don't ever do that shit again <laughs> no you he said no do because he, he said when I, he said by the time I got to the room I was ready to murder this motherfucker please <laughs> good. please no but it ended up being you saw the way That's he wrestled right. that night good. he beat the shit out of fucking Ar Fox good. and Fox loved it I've seen rays legitimately wrestle people and not hurt them or injure them but just when they came out of it they were like fuck never again i don't want to oh you. no you you're not and gonna be hurt but you know you you're was gonna, gonna fight. Fight. it's gonna be a long night right and fox who's been in the ring but like the best of them when the match was over like and he's saying his goodbyes and he's getting his envelope he looked at me and he was like that fucking guy is amazing <laughs> i don't <know. laughs> you guys gotta really fuck and it, like i think it was like three or four weeks after the show like he kept plugging race like he kept tagging him to shit and he just he loved Ray's when it was over and that's just a testament i have a secret and it's not a very well-kept secret because the people that i fucking talk to always blab the shit out anyway but when we were doing 2kw pro and as they told the story as everyone now is aware when we did 2kw pro goat kind of happened in pieces cage is doing his own thing Ray's is doing his own thing you weren't there yet and you came in and then I think it was um, when after the Zoltan versus EYFL match where the idea was pitched where they wanted to reunite the GOAT. And he's smiling right now because he, he, he knows where I'm headed with this. And because I know not everybody was supportive of that idea. I wasn't.
4: <laughs>
3: there it is. <laughs> the former the
5: manager of us wasn't was not in favor like not oh, no, 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 no. I wasn't a manager yet.
3: I wasn't a manager yet. No, that's what I'm saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah you I was. wasn't in favor of the GOAT. But I would like to explain. The chance to explain why we've had this conversation back out baby he was already in the main event i'm just going by, based on what, the way this was already set up he was already in the main event wrestling santana um, on the last two shows and even if he wasn't in the main event we kind of figured he was going to be a prominent singles guy at that time he's the guy because you weren't there yet he's the sammy guy. sammy was on the rise we had kind of switched that around where normally people look at rays as the guy top guy we were we we knew that he would was better suited at the time cage Beginning,
5: he's talking about right cage is talking about
3: yeah exactly thank you there's no video so we figured cage at that point would be better suited for the audience to get attached to at first and then we would move rays up gradually which is what we did because after 3 he main evented almost every fucking show yeah. but we started with cage we moved on to rays and you were still kind of a prominent figure on the show we hadn't gotten you yet by the time we had got you then it became obviously Clear. I think Pete was the first one to be like, you know, they're going to pitch it at some point now that Mike is back. <laughs> and it wasn't but one damn show later. They were like, by the way, guys, we'd like to do the goat thing again.
2: That sounds like
4: ah. Cage. <laughs> I mean, was- in my defense, that like- no, you got was- to understand, <laughs> understand that as we talked about the falling out between Whiplash and myself, when the day finally came that that sit down happened. Right. And Whiplash and myself finally decided to cross the fence and have that talk.
5: Yeah. That was was crazy. It
4: was it was it was one of those that you almost kind of knew how it was gonna play out because it was very much one of those situations where all we needed to do was talk. Because when that talk was over, which I think was a talk that lasted like four hours. Yeah. When that talk was over full
3: board. You guys were on board hundred percent with we that. We were
4: board. it was like the the it was everything but, so we're back.
3: When we walked out of that. Once that the personal shit was over, day, they were like, so we're back together. Right?
4: And, and I immediately came back and was like.
3: Listen. Which the promoter of 2KW at that point sprung on an erection as far as the eye can see. <laughs> I remember he And he went, and he went we've got to do the goat again. And I, I said, no, no fucking way. I said, no fucking way.
5: I remember the And the reason
3: for that is because as a promoter, I need to maximize my show. And I think one of the things that goes under the radar a lot, and I'll say it publicly now since we're all sitting here, is as as individuals, you guys are as talented as as anybody in the business. And I can say that confidently. I love you as a singles. I love you as a single. I love Rays as a fucking single. And the problem I had at the timing of it was is that we didn't have a strong enough card to put our three top guys into one fucking stable. I understand the GOAT situation. I know the friends. But we can get to that. We, we just got Whiplash back. You know how many fucking matches I wanted this guy in that would have been high profile? I was like, come on, there's so much. I would rather have match one, three, and seven be great than just eight. The drastic. You know what I'm saying? Exactly. Like, when Should've we started doing the 2KW shows, EYFBO didn't wrestle as a team. We separated them momentarily so that we can build up the other talent so that by the time their game got raised up, we can put EYFBO back together and they would have credible talent to go against. So I was still trying to build the roster when they came back, but these fucking guys <laughs> <laughs>
1: Do what we want, are what we want. sitting here
3: on the phone. <laughs> sorry, Bro, it's money I'm because sorry, I think, man. I think, I think, and I don't know if they will agree, but you're here. So you can speak for yourselves. I think the reason why the promoter got an erection is because we had FBO and we had Zoltan back, which means we had access to Pazuzu, which was hot at the time and the goat. Which I think was the end goal, and I know it was the end goal because that's what we ended at. So I know for a fact that was the end goal. But your thoughts on that? Yeah, because I know that you. I know you heard about it during the course of the whole situation, and I was kind I was of very much it.
4: involved in the talks. Right. So, uh, what were
3: your thoughts when you when we were going through this whole thing, and you heard that I wasn't really for it?
4: Well, as you know, you know, and again, not to try and take, uh, you know, take the toot my own horn at this moment. But you know, I, I I like to take certain uh, responsibility for being the creative force behind this team, and but he's the captain and, though. Uh, as soon as <laughs> and as we mentioned before, as soon as me and brother Whiplash reunited, the wheels the, 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 were turning, Riley, the Riley was on
3: the wall. Once the
4: wheels he, were once turning was and there
5: was back no in the way That's Bro, It, now, it was like it was like fucking in, in nitrous backside. We're going
4: in fairness to the argument of should we or should. We have not done the GOAT at the moment that we did. My mindset at the time was that 2KW was not going anywhere, at least not for a very long time. Fair. And, like you just, and like you just explained, the idea of having access to both Team Pazuzu and the GOAT under the same umbrella, I saw where Pazuzu was going. I, saw, I, I had confidence in where the GOAT could go. I didn't know how long the window would be for us to work together. Right. And I felt that especially in the in the infancy stage of trying to build 2KW into something n- nationwide fans would want to see. Right. I felt that a the Goat versus Pazuzu was was, was just academic. It was a no-brainer to sell tickets. Right. So and I could admit here that maybe we did rush it, but at the same time, I have mixed feelings on that because given the We've, lifespan of 2KW, I'm glad we pulled the trigger when I was we just going to say, the evidence of your argument not, is what happened. it probably never would have happened. Yeah. And we probably wouldn't be sitting here today. We As probably stable, wouldn't yeah. have Evie with us. And I firmly believe that everything happens for a reason. But that's, I yeah. even feel like you wouldn't have never joined us had it not no. had gone down the way it went down.
3: And you're absolutely right. The evidence of your argument is exactly how it went down because we just said that that match is what ended the whole the whole run. That was the last 2KW pro match that happened. Sorry, the 2KW. Position.
4: 2KW <laughs> for life, baby. But I'm
3: I'm saying this on the podcast because I've said it before. In private, and I've said it publicly, but I wanted it here, stricken for the record. That you guys were here because I don't want to be that guy that's just gonna jump on the bandwagon and say, "Yeah, the goat," because I got the goat shirt, and I'm like, "Yeah, I got you know like, what? I, I got like three goat shirts in my house right now." I'm like, yeah. I was in
4: the promoter's house <laughs> on a frequent <laughs> basis, and trust yeah, you me, had his ear more and than me, I, I fucking had, had the his promoter, ear. And, <laughs> I had the promoter's ear. I'm the I was one with the bank account that, numbers in my and house. I was and, getting the reports. Listen, Orsini feels a certain type of way. To be fair.
3: <laughs> he didn't need much pushing because he was ousting me on that vote from day one. He just, when he had the support of everyone else, it was a whole different deal. So you guys have a long history. We have a long history. This you can't say been, we didn't sell tickets. No, it was just, no, that we was probably,
1: tickets.
3: that was probably we, the we best, sure uh, you know, what's funny. We went out the ECWA. Our best house was the last house. And we still went out of business. <laughs> All right, ladies and gentlemen, it is about that time. We are here to discuss the nine rafts. We do these random as fuck questions every interview. And of course, by every interview, I mean the two that I have done so far. And I I will continue the mass tradition. But there are nine random as fuck questions. Of course, myself and Mrs. O sat down as the tribunal to come up with these questions. So here's what's going to happen. The last person that I asked the rafts to was a one motherfucker. It was one person that I asked to rap to. I got three people here today. Shit. So what's going to happen is <laughs> I'm going to ask the question and we're going to go around as, as quickly as we possibly can. Try to keep your answers to a minimum here. You know, unless bro. unless you're feeling super emotional about the question and then you, <laughs> and then you got tired. Because I'm telling you right now, the first one's a whopper, especially is going to be for this one. This one's oh. going to shoot a promo off the first one, I promise you. If you can see Mr. Mrs. <laughs> O's face, we planned this one specifically for him. So I'm telling you right now, it might even be you, Mr. Dancing Destroyer. Good. So here we go. Nine, nine questions, random as fuck. They may or may not be really pertain to wrestling. Here we go. First question off the back, where do you stand? I don't need, no wishy-washy, no in-between. You got to pick one of the two. Prince or Michael Jackson? Michael Jackson. Didn't hesitate, folks. Yes. <laughs> didn't hesitate okay
1: <laughs> yeah. standing
3: over here michael with michael jackson
1: michael jackson
3: michael jackson a clean said, sweep if Sammy was here, i'm sure he would have <laughs>
5: said prince just caused. not to now hold on a second because
4: not to take anything away from the purple one you know what i'm saying like that is one. so <laughs> how
3: dare you say Thanos' name in this that conversation that is
4: such uh you know you know and i'm sure it's going to be controversial there's people going to feel both ways about it but uh, I'm an know, MJ guy too It's so a it's a, it's a, hard thing But you know Speaking personally And just my childhood and Growing up Like And the influence Yeah you gotta go with Mike
3: He was quick oh, And okay. still had the promo I told you It was a touchy It was gonna be a touchy oh, one Mike, Mike Mike is well over here i going Mike Okay
4: Okay you know what I'll give you a short oh. little I'll give you a short little It's not even a story Just a fact An absolute fact Okay That probably nobody knows That I'm revealing For the very first time ever of yeah, all He's time. an open book Exclusive. here I've never seen I, don't know, I knew I was coming here we're going to open <laughs> the book baby <laughs> You talk about Michael and Prince and yeah. of course you see how Michael was the leather jacket
5: uh-huh. and the head box. Okay.
4: Where do you think it came
3: from? Oh, what do you think mm. yours came from? Wow, because I'm sure Michael didn't get it from you. So we'll be specific. That,
4: that head bob where I move only my head and not the rest of my body—that straight Jackson Five choreography, oh, right there, baby.
3: Yeah, there it is. The reveal, first reveal. time ever. <laughs> go. Question number two, and this one's gonna get awkward. Have you ever been walked in on during sex? Oh boy. Look. <laughs> Do I get the option To plead the fifth Because <laughs> Well the, the bitch ain't here So it is isn't. It the about the bitch the It matters about Who walked in on Oh okay <laughs> Well the gra- person Who walked in on Download this episode My grandma might be upset Oh okay <laughs> uh,
5: <laughs> So
3: <laughs> Yes so Abuelita Whiplash Walked yes, in To see yes. some crazy shit Going well, down uh, At the house of Whiplash on me <laughs> Mr. Gage. Oh, that's a yes. That's a yes. That's a yes. Yeah. Awkward as a That's amazing. a
2: definite fucking yes. Definite of fucking yes. <laughs> <laughs>
4: we play dead. Stop yes. yes. Stop moving. <laughs> Just fuck.
3: Yep. Crosby flopped Just down to the move, ground. They
4: won't see us.
3: Just, if I can't see them, they can't see me. No. <laughs> this one's a little tamer. It's all a dream. This one's <laughs> a little tamer. And, and I, I've and actually tried that one. <laughs> It doesn't work. It doesn't work. It's They sniff you and then they walk away. <laughs> <laughs> I was just going to ask, who's doing the in here? Because you're, you're already midway. Listen, through. it's a
4: weird story, man.
3: <laughs> <laughs> it's a weird story. I, I wish I had time for this story. It's going to be extra content. Raph um, number three. <laughs> yeah, rap. yeah, we're already on Raph number <laughs> three. <laughs> Uh this one's a little table here Fanta orange or sunkiss Sunkiss. Don't all ever say way. "fucking Fanta" in front of me again. Yeah. Yeah. Fanta orange. Are you, you serious right now? Yeah, Sunkiss. You know, all what? the way. Next where question. You, hold on. What do you saying? Who loves Sunkiss? Sun all I the way.
2: The <laughs> I do. I do. I do.
3: I do. We had we, we brought this question up as it's not actually as random as we had hoped because we you have the problem all the time because Fanta. she likes Sunkiss.
4: That goes for Fanta grape, Fanta orange, <laughs> whatever <laughs> fucking flavors. You know what? I'm I'm going to get upset. I don't even Across want to talk about it. Across the
3: board. It. He's not a Fanta Fanta guy. He's not. Because <laughs> we have that problem she show walking to stores and they'll only have like the Fantas. Like, you have to find certain stores that oh, have so the sun
4: Don't yeah. let me order Chinese food and say let me get an orange soda or <laughs> grape soda and they send me some fucking Fanta because we're having problems. <laughs> I'm going back to the restaurant. Like All hell's breaking loose. <laughs>
3: I'm just letting you know right now. Raph number four. Yeah. This one's a little bit more serious. Name a passion you have other than pro wrestling.
5: Oh, shit.
3: What is something that is. is Movies this? and art. Movies and art. I'm going to go
5: with art, I Uh-oh. guess, because I draw.
3: Oh, okay. So. Oh, it's a little special hidden talent. There. Oh, you didn't yeah. know that. No, nah, well, That's I a, mean, a, secret, nah.
5: a secret goat talent. Oh, yeah. oh. Uh, a lot of us are pretty artistic.
3: Well, I've, I've, we're all familiar, Well, not all, for those of you listening. The 2K Customs uh, is a little bit of a thing, but yeah, that. didn't know the whiplash side of it. I'm yeah. an artist. Uh, if you I'm, give me a fucking
4: tuber, I'll get you something out of
5: it. If I'm, uh, <laughs> if I'm bored or inebriated enough, I'll, uh, I'll produce you some stuff. At the proper level. You know what Ms.
3: Mean? Roman. singing. Singing yeah, oh. I didn't even know that one mm-hmm. There you go See we Going to karaoke oh. <laughs> The gauntlet has been laid down That is it Oh, oh She's oh, breaking she's, it down right now
4: The already. demo drops in two A weeks little, ladies and gentlemen
3: Demo right there The goat soundtrack Mixed right tape. there Longest relationship you've ever been in? I mean, oh, in fuck, terms man. Of, uh, See, why
5: you
4: gotta... Why I thought this was gonna be happy. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? You gotta fuck oh. it up. It was all good until now. It
3: good, was until, good now. until right now. Your two hours Shit. interview. was all good <laughs> until right now. Now I'm like, uh. You feel it out of the spot right man. now? It uncomfortable conversation right now. I guess now. I'll, <laughs> I'll kick this off. Fucking
4: uh, oh, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. My loving mother of my child... Oh, okay. Would be the longest standing. Yeah. How long? Uh, That would have been about six and a half years.
3: Oh, Okay. Well, long standing because she was taller than you, right?
5: Thank God I have no childrens. No uh,
3: childrens.
5: Three years, actually. Three years. Three years. Three years. The longest one.
3: Dancing Destroyer was in there. Miss Roman. Yeah. Four Fuck years my life. That's my longest.
2: My current Four years. Ooh, and somebody. counting. And cu- and so you counting. had six,
3: you had three. It's nine, and you had four. I'm the veteran, baby. We got them beat on the combination, folks. We're 15 years in running over here. The reigning, the reigning champs. Some of us take a little while longer. (laughs) 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 They actually met her in the beginning stages, man. They've been there like since like. I think you guys came in like year two. We've actually, yeah, we witnessed their journey. (laughs) (laughs) They've been a a part of the ride, so to speak. Where is your tickle spot? Wow, all right. Wow, <laughs> this guy is uh, uh he's going uh, in. It's well, you like, know what? It's pretty really <laughs> random. That, that <laughs> was that was weird. <laughs> That's really random. I'm not even gonna lie, it got I'm weird. weird. <laughs> there we go. Okay, it um, got weird. Come on where's the tickle spot?
4: I tell you what, the lady cage is gonna enjoy this question. No,
3: <laughs> oh,
4: uh, but um. <laughs> Damn, I don't even think I should blow this up because I'm going to gonna... know
3: my brother's tickle spot. That's so See weird. my thing is, is I don't
4: wanna I don't wanna break kayfabe and then she knows my yes. you know what I'm saying?
3: She's trying oh, he's trying to keep it shielded. trying to kayfabe
4: my tickle spot right now. Uh I, I I'll give you I'll give you the side ribs and you know maybe a underpit. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> you know. And if you hit the <laughs> right spot on the yeah. neck, you know what I'm saying? Oh, nope.
3: okay. He's like, no, he's not doing it. I'm right. not ticklish. Uh, oh, he's dead underneath uh, the neck. He has no soul. <laughs> that, that is definitely <laughs> a lie. But I'm not ticklish.
5: <laughs> I'm gonna leave that one up to the imagination. <laughs> Fuck that. Oh I don't
4: know, man. Babe, what's I'm not ticklish, bro. Right and the gooch. <laughs> <No>.
5: I'm, sorry.
4: <laughs> yeah,
3: well,
4: I'm sorry. It's the vodka, sorry. <laughs>
3: What's <laughs> <laughs> the room is electric? <laughs> yeah. You
2: know what? Yeah, oh,
3: <laughs> she's co-signing the Gucci. Yeah, oh, she's co-signing the Gucci. Yeah, nah. she's go- she's she's I, calling yeah, up. Uh, she's calling rib. in the references. Wow. She's gonna yeah. go with ribs.
2: I, I, I phoned the yeah. uh, you know my fiance. That's what I did.
5: Go. <laughs> I got no tickles <laughs> bro. Yeah, I to try. That that this is the two. This is a two, Try new things. I'm good
3: now. This is this is a two-parter. Okay, this is seven and eight. Okay, oh, if you could live in any U.S. state other than New York, where would you live? Live.
4: Ooh. Ooh, that's a good one. Ooh. You know what? I might I might come up with like maybe like a top three, but I'm just gonna I'm gonna go with anywhere warmer than this place. <laughs>
3: So you're heard it here first, folks. Chris Cage is moving his residency to fucking New Mexico. With I'm just point. saying, you want the toque and then the goat out there, baby. Give me an offer. Give me an hundred and nine you know. degree <laughs> weather. Bring us, to <laughs> Bring us to your town. To your hot Dude. ass town. He's yeah. thinking of the snow up here yeah. Whiplash A state that you would want to He didn't even name a state He just said warm oh, yeah, shit no, we, we, That we, was his answer Warm We're a,
5: we're a tropical people
3: We're not yeah. tropical people yeah. Who's lived was, all of his uh, life In a non-tropical place You know <laughs> what I'm saying <laughs> I'm going for like uh, Arizona Or somewhere I was, like at, at I was at. Not too close I said New Mexico Right just, Yeah how a tropical a is a a Arizona Something not cold He said
4: tropical And then named dry desert heat Yeah
3: Listen I'm going not
5: cold.
3: Not right? cold. That's he's it. moving to not cold USA. That's, that's where it. he's I'm going. Fat. I'm
5: fat, but with the you know equator.
3: Right? I dig deep. <laughs> so Louisiana, he's coming. That's I don't sick, know if man. you heard my one of my old episodes. Don't go to my fucking Mississippi. Oh, Jesus nah, Christ. Chill. Nigga. <laughs> <laughs> I room in a state other than New York you would like to live in.
2: I think Los Angeles, California.
3: Yeah, that's a city. You want to go to California? Yeah. California. Uh, another non-cold place. They, yeah. I'm, we're all warm-blooded around here. You know? <laughs> then move, That's you it, fucking man. people. What the fuck are you doing here? Second part. They cause... keep
2: booking us here. <laughs> so it's easier to live here. Second part.
3: <laughs> this was a setup, folks. It, it's cold, well, it's actually kind of working against me because nobody gave me a state besides her. But now that you know the state you'd rather live in, would you still wrestle in that territory? Absolutely. So or for like, like for instance, if you were going to like the West Coast or something like Southwest. You
2: we're trying to take over everywhere. Let's this is tear, not just
4: new let's du- tear not up the, the West tri-
3: Coast. Well, every territory is different. That's why I ask. Is you might be facing, so you think you guys are having problems here. Wait till you get to the fucking fucking dry heat we the are the fucking problem desert. so let the let oh there she up. goes she's a fucking showman she's good <laughs> Jesus Christ no wonder no why good. I was fired here we go All right, moving on to the next the last one here the ninth rap this one's gonna cause a debate it's gonna piss this one off I'm sure oh boy but here we go which would you prefer remakes or sequels Ooh, shit mm. that this was hers bad, bro man. yeah there was a few here that were hers, but this um, one was the one that I, I told you. this. Is, look at his brain right now. It's melting as we he speak. Wants, <laughs> he doesn't even know where to begin. He knows what he wants to say.
4: All right, well,
3: <laughs> this is a subjective subject, but
4: here we go. I'm going to just say I would, right off the bat, I would prefer sequels. For the simple fact that there are some movies, and I'm sure everybody feels this way, that maybe should not be touched you know again that's you know you grow up with certain things you have emotional attachments to certain things you, you're a fan of certain things and you don't want them ruined Right. but at the same time you know certain time goes by and you know it could be refreshed but I'm, I'm going to go with sequels I would prefer sequels than seeing a remake of some of my favorite
5: stuff um, I think I would rather a remake because being oh. a person who lived through a reinvention okay I think a remake is—I don't want to say easier, but it's kind of easier to make it more make like you know make
3: more sense. Because it's it's or, a road map someone's used before. Yes, you're just giving a different exactly. vision it's or a like different It's not like you have to add of... something
5: on. It's like you have to you know recreate everything about the product or whatever it is you're trying to sell. You know what I mean?
3: Tiebreaker, remakes your sequels. The pressure's on. What you want? What you got?
2: Honestly, I think a remake because oh, it, it gives it gives the newer Boom, generation. Funny, <laughs> babe, oh. It gives the newer generation yes. something to idolize, God respect, and you know see. become something that they want to become. Whether it's you know, hopefully it's positive, but you know it helps them mold their uh, perspective and their character. And you know, being an older sister. Um, and trying to be that example. You know, movies do uh, become that example in our lives eventually. So, that definitely, definitely a remake.
4: And if the remake sucks, you always got the original.
2: Exactly.
3: <laughs> <laughs> this is true. No. I want sequels, guys. <laughs> <laughs> I would rather, like, what they did with Indiana Jones, where it's like 30 years after the fact. It's like, I would rather you continue a story than completely retell. Yeah, Something yeah. that I, I loved already.
2: It's like Tomb Raider. When they remade Tomb Raider, the, I was hyped. Like and I'm still playing it. I'm like
3: a year in. The current the remake and with you got the, the
4: remake of the movie coming in a few weeks. Exactly. No, oh, I was gonna
3: exactly. say, yeah. Jesus Christ. That's got weird.
1: Check
3: me. <laughs> 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 I said it did I say it with that last question? I was like, these fuckers, I'm gonna kick these fuckers out if they say the wrong fucking thing. And of course <laughs> everyone said the wrong fucking right nah, I don't wanna it. You know out. what? It's over. <laughs> It's yeah. Uh, fuck, fuck you guys. guys. <laughs> <laughs> fuck you and your remakes, Michael Bay fucking worshiping motherfuckers. Everybody get out. I hate Michael Bay. Uh, you know who doesn't hate Michael? Yeah, no. People with souls. People hate Michael Bay. <laughs> All right. So those are my nine raps random as fuck. Thank you guys for playing. No doubt. When it so, comes, to another thing I missed so out speaking, on. Speaking, yeah. of Well, wrestling. it was a kind of a twofold thing. Oh, we speaking, got a shoot coming. Speaking,
2: Speaking of Capital Wrestling, Uh-oh. Uh-oh. are you aware of Capital Wrestling Alliance out in Delaware? CWA? I,
3: uh, yo, she is a showman. Go for it. Go, go for girl, it. Go, girl. You so, promote that shit. There you go. So, so,
2: for those of you that don't know about CWA, Capital Wrestling Alliance, it is the all women's wrestling business right now. In Tell Delaware. them what it is. So yeah. first, we need to hit
5: this up, brother. The
2: first and the most and the best in the business right now we're gonna outshine shine we're gonna outshine everybody but june they could correct me if i'm wrong june 16th in delaware we will be on the show and guess what ivy roman is definitely on the card fear the goat with jl cotto
3: definitely come out and yo kodo is on my list for the and record watch out
4: because my- yeah you got, <laughs> extended, you got an extended you got an extended family member out there yes that's don't right. forget this is a large network
3: yeah kodo is definitely on my list right now so you said june 16th right
2: actually yeah hi. i just rechecked my twitter because the date changed Due to venue situations, okay. uh, we were able to lock in the venue a lot earlier. So June 9th, CW, June 9th. June 9th CWA will C-W-A, be C-W-A, in the building get of ready. Ford, Delaware. Get ready, All Delaware. women's wrestling show, get ready because we're coming
3: to clothesline everybody in the audience, and I'm coming. She's advocating Let's get physical violence against the audience, my Let's friend. They you, go. be ready. you need they to be, be
1: there ready. to see it.
3: <laughs> Whiplash, you said you got to show yourself coming up, bro. Go with it. What do we got? What's WXWC4 March 3rd, baby.
5: You come see the go in action. Tag team, the elite tag team champions in action against. It doesn't really matter who it is. I mean, you've already beaten
3: the whole tag team division.
5: What else could it be? The entire division. It's not even a joke. (laughs) But more importantly, right now, my big little brother, Uh Ray's. What what is it?
3: The WXW Championship.
5: Lance. Listen, Lance. I'm going to share this to you. Lance. What the fuck did I just hear? Lance.
3: Lance. You're going down, buddy. Listen, Grace. he's in, he's in, in Anawahi, right? Yeah, Lance is in Anawahi, right? Yeah, what And Anawahi's run the company, right? Listen, so whose oatmeal did he piss in to get this matchup? Who's They must not like him. Is he the black sheep of the family? Why are they hey, putting listen, him in the ring? They must have all the confidence
5: in the world because they're putting him against the big Yeah, daddy. well, you
3: know what? Hitler had confidence. We'll see how and that yeah, worked out for him. exactly. There so you go.
5: Let's see how it goes. Just like I distracted <laughs> him on
2: ringside, we're coming for you. And not even we praise is coming for you all we're gonna do is watch you get beat up and enjoy it because that's what the oh,
1: greatest of all time family does
2: that's
3: yes, exactly right preach on little sister preach on brother cage I know you got something for me over here because I got more coming up the pike besides, I mean, she's talking about June, he's talking about March, what you got going on over here in your corner? We got
4: June already in the bag, we got March already in the bag, but before we get to March 3rd, okay. before the King of Monsters takes the WXW Ultimate Heavyweight Championship away from Lance Ie I Lance, you going down.
1: Bye bye. We got a
4: couple of stops on the road to WXWC4 in Allentown. Okay, starting from 48 hours from now when you hear this Two podcast, days, bitch. when Woo. this drops. Yeah. 48 hours from now, listeners, get your tickets ready. If you're in the New York area, if you're not in the New York area, get you want to see the hardest hitting pro wrestling show you're going to see all year. It's called Create or Die. That's right, it's brand new. Create I know you die, know about baby. it, though. You yeah, got a lot of friends in Create or Die. Uh, Create yeah. or Die Wrestling is presenting the event they are calling The End at the, end. the old stomping grounds, just like you mentioned 1123 Close Avenue in the Bronx, <laughs> Darrow's the Bronx. Extreme. <laughs> (laughs) Fitness. Fitness. You got stars like El Rey All Day, E.C. Negro, the King of New York. You got the Impact World Tag Team Champions, LAX, LAX. Santana, and Ortiz in action. You Mm -hmm. got a whole lot of people in action. You got Teddy Hart Hart, Hart, Wrestling Royalty, Homicide, the Notorious 187 in action, but above all else. Matter of fact, you got the Hit Squad's very last New York City match going down that night, but above all else, you got all that going on, but Let's be honest. You're coming to see the greatest of all time. You're coming oh, sure. to see the King of Monsters. You're coming to see the absolute Chris Cage. You're coming to see the Dancing Destroyer. And come to 1123 Close Avenue. It's, tickets are $20. It's bell time, 9 p.m. And you will go home feeling like you don't know what hit you. And then, the night after that, because it's not over, we got a double header next weekend, baby. Oh, we yeah. got February 24th. This the Superstar guy. and myself are heading to New Jersey because we are going to make history. It's SWF. It's Superstar Wrestling <laughs> Federation
5: presenting New tag the biggest show they've bitch. ever
4: presented. It's SWF 100. They're making history and we're making history right along with them because in our SWF debut, baby, you got the Superstar they call Whiplash and the absolute Chris Cage going toe to toe standing across that ring for the SWF World Tag Team Championships against people that you know very well Orsini brother oh you know them probably better than we do but we know them very well and you know how these things turn out with Caveman and Montequia themselves the Super Savages and all I gotta say is that boys I hope you're shining those belts up because on SWF 100 will be the last time you get to hold them in your hands
3: I'm not gonna let this motherfucker or come on to my show oh, and, be, yeah. and be the yeah, best motherfucking promo <gasps> on it. I'm going to have to yeah, turn it up a, up a goddamn good. notch right here because here's what's going to happen yes. here. You said all that shit. And you forgot one guy. guy's a walking promo. You, right I know right he's a walking promo, but guess what? I'm a sleep promo. and What's going to end up happening is. <laughs> What's going to end up happening is, is you forgot one major point. So you're putting yourself over and you forgot the most major way to put yourself over. You're Hit forgetting it. one option here. You see, we're standing here. We've been talking about huh. the Looters. We're talking about the Fighting Spirit Wrestling promotion. And they were the last FSW Tag Team Champions, which makes you the champions here in New York. You're the WXWC4 yes, yeah. Elite Tag Team Champions, which makes you the champions of PA. And now you're heading to Jersey to take their tag titles. So now we're talking about a whole tri-state area tag team and You're not even running with that. But I'm going to go even further than that and push the issue a little further by saying when Reyes becomes the ultimate heavyweight champion, let's, for, let's put it out there right now as a foregone conclusion because the Inawahi Soup then turned out a turd, and that name is Lance, and he's going to go in the PA and find out the hard way at the 300, plou- 300 plus pound destroyer isn't just some kid to play around with now let's take it back yes. to COD for just a second see I'm a little disrespected because COD is taking place in Dallas Extreme Fitness and I've said this privately and I'll go ahead and say it publicly the best goddamn <laughs> ring announcer who has ever stepped foot in that building is myself and I was not invited to this show but that's fine you but that's fine because my best friends literally all all of my best friends like I said earlier it's like a New York City all-star game going down in the Bronx uh-huh. so if you're not at One Eleven Twenty Three close Avenue which by the way you failed to mention is a six train ride to either Whitlock and or elder you can catch it that way or find parking trust me there's plenty of parking down in that area but I will second it by saying this I was disrespected by not being invited I never had my conversation with the promoters in that promotion but you gentlemen ah have been disrespected because each match has been giving a tagline. The Mike Donovan Fatal 4-Way is a create match. The Teddy hart EC Negro match is a battle match. For some oddball reason, your match was named a prove-it match. And that disrespects you, my friends, because if there's anybody who belongs in that goddamn building, who has sold that goddamn building out more times than anybody who owns it, that would be the G-O-A-T. So there's not, less, there's not much left to prove on our end. However, Astro Morales the Kota, who supposedly is the godfather of that building hasn't drawn a dime and the mv young is going to be challenging against my boys to go now here's the deal three men will be in the ring of course my silver queen will be on the outside and i will be home crunching the numbers and the way that i have strategized this situation is that mathematically your asses is already done and it's february 16th now We have a week left to go from when we're filming this. It'll be two days from when we air this, which means you have 48 hours to get your sleep, get your snacks, because on that date, February 23rd, which is two days predicated to my birthday, by the way, and four days predicated to our son, uh, little O's birthday, we will be toasting. We will be celebrating my 35th anniversary with not only Tag Team Gold to come, but a victory at Darl's Extreme Fitness yet again. Right amongst the goat so i will not stand underperformed my friend i will bring it to the table as well as literally anybody else this has been a fun ass night social medias gentlemen and ladies would you like to give the audience an opportunity to follow you On the social medias. I know you got the greatest of all time Facebook page, but what else? What else you guys got going on? Well, if you
4: don't know, you should know. You got the Silver Queen, Ivy Roman, the Dance and Destroy, the superstar they call Whiplash, and the absolute Chris Cage. Not to be outdone, you got the King of Monsters, Raze, the next WXW Ultimate Champ. Get on it. You should be on it. Follow us on social media. Follow us on YouTube. You got us to the go the, the, the Goat Facebook page at facebook.com slash the Goat G O 4 T dash the greatest of all time. You can find us on Instagram at G O 4 T underscore greatest of all time. You can find us on Twitter at the greatest of all time. You can find us at youtube.com slash the Goat. That's G period O period four period.
3: there it is right there get on it people
4: it'll be the biggest thing you've ever done and i
3: promise you will not regret it ladies and gentlemen that is the greatest of all time the zoltan in the house shout out to the big monster king rays who couldn't be here tonight thank you so much chris cage for being here thank Thank you you so much for superstar whiplash thank you sir ivy roman the world is not quite ready for you just yet but keep killing him kid please do wait Almost over. <laughs> Almost over. Absolutely. You can find all of them on the social media that they just gave you. You guys know where to catch me at. Everything is will be described. By the way, all of the social media you guys have will be in the description of the podcast. Oh yeah. So sure. they know where to find you. I will be um, promoting um, the podcast starting uh, this weekend leading up to the Wednesday. I told you the promo. Definitely your promo at the amphitheater <laughs> will be doing the match yeah. as well. A lot of things that will be coming up during this week. It's pretty much going to be Goat Week for That's pretty right. much this weekend. It's week. always Week. So every day is every Goat Day. Goat day. day, is <laughs> day. <laughs> That's it, so thank you guys for coming out. I know it's been a long night. And, uh, I want you guys to download the episode, ajoum.pobby.com. Of course, once again, you guys can catch us on iTunes, Stitcher Radio, and Google Play. I will once again update you on tune in once I get these fuckers off their ass to figure that shit out. There's a lot of stuff that we didn't talk about, but guess what? We'll always have room for part two. That's we'll it, see baby. how that shit goes. I'll wait till after all those dates you guys had so you guys can bring the belt <laughs> over to the house for and we sure. can talk about all these Definitely. different victories you guys had. So, once again, one last shout out, not just to, to the GOAT members that are here, not only to the Monster King, G Murder, once again, Murda. an original member of the GOAT, my Always brother. Shout out to Murder. Always shout out to Murder. He couldn't be here tonight. But thank you guys for tuning in. Thank you guys for listening to the podcast. And of course, I will have the extra content for whatever takes place after this uh, on the YouTube channel. So thank you guys once again, OJ AJ And I will catch your ass next week. Fear the Go. GOAT. Hey my house.
1: Listen to my daddy soul. I the S